Warning, the following show contains unbeeped words. It also contains talk and on top of and also under and sometimes all over. And remember... Welcome to Steady Diet of Music, a bi-weekly fix of opinions by musicians. This is episode five, and we are your hosts. I'm Brandon. I'm Andy. I'm Danny. Play the drums. And I'm Skunk. Boy, am I excited about this episode. Do you guys know why? Why is that? Why is that? Oh, I don't I don't know. I was hoping you guys knew. You just are. <laughs> okay, maybe because I have a new microphone, and I'm so excited to use oh, it. Oh my goodness. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I got a new microphone. Hey, remember those old deodorant commercials? Sure. Unsure. Unsure. Yeah. I feel like it's I'm... because we have become technologically advanced, and we've learned how to do this correctly. Is that right? Yeah, well, maybe. What, what, if, what if this episode does come out? It's like the worst one, and it sounds awful. Probably. Like, what are they talking? Why did he get that microphone? <laughs> All right. So, what were you just listening to, Andy? I uh, was listening to a song called Wasted Days by Cloud Nothings. Have you guys ever heard of Cloud Nothings? I have not. No. So, I'm not even that familiar with them. They just came up on like my Discover Weekly playlist on Spotify. And I've heard of the band Cloud Nothing. So, I was like, I'll give it a try. And my God, it is a good freaking song. And I should uh explore more of them super like this guy has like this punky voice but they also remind me of like failure and like that kind of style almost that like just alternative but modern uh but raw and jammy and it's it's fun man uh but like i said i don't have a huge knowledge of them but i do like them and every time that song comes on i crank it so give it a listen oh i thought you were gonna say cry it makes me (laughs) want to cry not yet uh, so what were you just listening to, Dan? Uh, I was just listening to Rick Ross, the song Every Day I'm Hustling. Is and it? I wasn't listening. Now listen. <laughs> listen. I wasn't doing this on purpose. Well, it kind of was. Andy and I were looking at the gifts on Discord. On the Discord before, and I'm like, who is that guy? And he's like, oh, that's Rick Ross. And I was, and Andy was saying something about how he's never heard Rick Ross, so I put on that song, and then I, I it clicked. I'm like, this is going to be the last song I listen to. <laughs> yeah. Damn we it. were setting up, and he's like, so this is what Rick Ross is. And and then I was like, oh, <laughs> man, that's what I was literally doing. Okay, so that's... That's to be his last song, yeah. I wouldn't put it on again. Wait, you, said, I, you sound disappointed. Is, is Rick Ross not good? I don't like... I'm not a fan of Rick Ross, but that's well, okay. It's but just, Rick it's Ross is like a that, fan of you. He is a huge fan of me, so I kind of feel bad in a way. Is that a thing? Not really, though. <laughs> He's like, I love Dan. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. He just I read it on his Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what I've been, what I was doing last time, I was on Discord messing around, and and you know, Brandon and I were testing things out. So I was like posting all the gifts, like kind of the throwbacks of the last episode. It was like I had Beetlejuice and uh, and uh, old ODB next to each other and then I, we looked up like who is rick ross and then we started i started posting pictures pictures of him so he saw it <laughs> i'm like i don't even know who that great. is so he played him ah not good i guess that's a good reason to listen to him yeah I mean, skunk yeah what were you just listening to my man i was actually listening to uh screeching weasel uh hey, the song sunshine started. which is the cover of uh pebbles from the flintstones you know the song she used to sing to let the sun You are my sunshine, right? Take away. Oh, no, right. let the sun shine. Wasn't yeah, that the Pebble song? Right. Let the sun come down and it's really fucking hard. I don't know if it was the Pebble song, <laughs> but I know that song. 
I God, swear that do, was the I don't know if it's originally by the Flintstones. I don't know if it's um, Flintstones. I just know that they cover that song, but they're always good at those like happy songs that are, you know, for their style. Yeah, there's uh, a day coming when I finally win kazoo tunes, which probably won't ever happen. So yeah, you guys if, have a if long you do time. Screeching Weasel, I'll be No, it's not going to be Screeching out. Weasel. It's going to be punk rock cover songs. Oh. Maybe just cover songs. I don't know if you've seen my, my weasel tattoo. Here. Yeah, there it is. I got on my arm. I got tattoos of some really cool moles. Yeah, freckles, freckles. Yeah. Anyway, Still. freckle tattoos. It's a new thing. You guys didn't see it. Mm-mm. You should. <laughs> you should just do connect the dots. Oh yeah. Like, well, Brandon like Skunk come over and just draw lines. On mm-hmm. <laughs> what yeah, were dude. you listening to? Because I want to know. I uh, I wasn't. I don't really like music. I think that's a lie. No, let me look. Let me look. I was just <laughs> listening to. Oh, the lively ones shooting the pier is a song. The lively ones is a surf band from the sixties. Now, mm-hmm. when you think of surf bands, oftentimes people go to like the Ventures, possibly the Tornadoes, and definitely Dick Dale, right? But I right. feel like the lively ones need oh. to be listened to if you like surf music because <clears throat> they are, I would say, underrated. They probably weren't underrated at their time. I think they're actually kind of a big deal for their time. But I think nowadays it's they've they've sort of been forgotten. And they're right. a fantastic surf band. I mean, really, like if you like surf, like I got into surf for a while, you could pretty much listen to any surf band and be like, Oh, yeah, I like it. I'm happy with this. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like you you threw them my way when I was get I when I was running that like outdoor tiki bar. And I was like, oh, I'm listening to a lot of like ska and surf right now. And you were like, listen to this, listen to that. I'm pretty sure the Lively Ones was one of those yeah. thrown into the cauldron, so to speak. Yeah. You're right, though, about surf rock. Like almost anything, you know, that you can, the ghastly ones, for instance, you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. But like nobody even knows who they are. But it's just, if you like surf rock, you're going to love them. Yeah. They're more modern, which, yeah. and, but they, they do a fantastic job at like the vintage surf. The mm. Lively Ones have my favorite rendition of Let's Go Trippin'. I think originally mm. by Dick Dale, but I yeah, love yeah. that song. And yeah. surfers were acid heads. They were. That, they, that was the metaphor in that. Let's yeah. go tripping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That Such a cool guitar awesome riff, too. man. Yeah. Oh, it's all way up there on the fretboard. Drugs like are it. bad. You, you guys should not. <laughs> Sometimes. Promote that. Depends on your who you are. Depends how much you take. I'm I don't know about psychedelics. If you have the right mind for it, it could be good. Yeah, I, I, I'm half and half. Like, if I have the right mind for it, I'm fine. And if I don't, I am in hell, dude. So not like it's bad. Not to do the thing where Skunk has a story for everything, but I have a story. Oh, Skunk has a story. Let's hear it. <laughs> so last summer, I overdosed on mushrooms, and <laughs> you can't overdose on mushrooms. Yeah, How does you that happen? Yeah, you don't, so you just flip. So, you don't, so you just flipped out, right? Uh, like way beyond. Like I, so I woke up and I was drunk, and we were like, we were camping, and I woke up at like seven in the morning, and I just was like was hammered already from the right. day before and i was like well i'll just keep drinking and i just kept drinking and i kept smoking pot and by nine o'clock in the morning i was like well i've decided that everybody that is here is gonna eat mushrooms with me and everybody that said no that i was like here would you like to try these mushrooms would you like some of these mushrooms and i handed them a dose every time they said no i would just like eat them you just ate them <laughs> and Dude. by the time they hit me i was floating into the lake with my friend on a tube and he was he was starting to trip and he just goes dude are you gonna be okay i was like why why wouldn't i be and a friend of mine that's from china and her really good friend who was with her 
were standing on the beach watching us just to make sure we were okay, and they were speaking Cantonese to each other, and they're like, they're, oh no, they're ah. like, you know, like I, I, that sounds really, <laughs> shit, really shitty and racist, language. but they're like, yeah, like like they're speaking Cantonese, and I'm like, holy fuck, and I just look over at my buddy that was with me, I was like, I don't know if I can handle this, and we started <laughs> kind of freaking out, language. <laughs> and then all of a sudden Jeez. they started. I, I heard them start speaking English, and I just look at him, and I go, I think I can speak Chinese now. And he goes, oh. no, they're speaking English to us. I was like, I think I took too much. And then <laughs> You I, thought you understood them? <laughs> I spent, yeah, and, and then after that, I spent 19 hours getting told that I was I was too high, and I got like put yeah. into a van, and I stared at a ceiling, and people played guitar for me, and I became a deity. Calmed you but, down. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole yeah. long story. Wow. That's like the that's like the tent at Woodstock. You heard about that tent where like if you were having a bad trip, you go in and people make you feel better. Yeah, everybody supposedly Jimi Hendrix was uh, was known to have gone in there a few times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, except they didn't make me feel better. They just fucking uh, I just laid in there and stared at the ceiling and they laughed at me and I was naked, which was weird. (laughs) Well, that didn't help from them like not laughing. Yeah. Well. All right. On that note, (laughs) moving on. Oh, I love that. Was that you, Skunk? Now, that is the silky sounds of Skunk. One, Can I be yeah. in your band? That's amazing. Do you do you need a drummer that doesn't drum right now? Do you need a, you need a whole band <laughs> That's, right now? That band is dead. Here. Long dead. Uh, was, that your, was that your farewell show that was recorded live? That was our reunion show. We had, we'd broken up like five... Five or eight years before that, something like that. Where was where was that? That was at the Beehive. Which, okay, yeah, I was not there. I think I was at your farewell show. You came to that at one, yes. Kilby, Kilby Court. Kilby Court, yeah. It was a fantastic show. I was like, oh, I know that guy, and I, 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 I like him more now You're for like, some reason. Why mm-hmm. are they breaking up? And well, and then I tried out for your band, and we just never talked about it. I don't think that happened. Skunk. That, that happened. That happened in the room right next to you. I tried out for Stark Raving Mad, played guitar, we played a few songs, and then we never talked about it again. That's why I started the show up, because I'm like, uh, so did I get the gig? <laughs> awkward. This is awkward. I don't remember. <laughs> Skunk. Yes. Were those horns that I heard? In the in that music, like trombone. That was that was a saxophone a and, saxophone. and an saxophone. accordion. That is so cool, man! What like, was the name of the band? By the really way, neat. I, I want to hear them. Thank you. Dubbed, dubbed. They're I not like that it. cool because they started as a Sublime cover band. Yeah, that's true. Hey, we did that. We did that. <laughs> yeah, what do you but mean? that doesn't make it. Anti love song, like, but we did it in reverse. Like we did our own band, like our punk band, and then like we got bored and we started playing parties and just covering <laughs> Sublime. <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah. I remember doing that. I remember doing that. Let's do forty ounces. Andy, what did you have us listen to? Okay, so what I gave you guys was uh, a band by the wacky, wacky name of King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. So King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard are an Australian rock band formed in 2010 in Melbourne. Uh, They're known for uh, exploring multiple genres, uh, staging energetic live shows, and building a prolific discography. Having released 16 studio albums, seven live albums, two compilations, and two EPs since 2010. That's crazy, in my opinion. That's like, wow. I don't even feel like that's possible. And considering the length of those albums and the amounts of songs that are in those LPs, I'm like, it's just, for some reason, mind boggles me. But I discovered them recently 
on a whim, like someone told me about their name and I was like, oh, that's a weird name. And then I found them on YouTube and I watched a video and I'm like, I don't know if I like this. And then the more I watched it, the more I was drawn to it. So um, it definitely challenged my ear and I, I ended up liking them. So and then I listened to like a separate album and I was like, holy crap, I like this. I don't know if you guys are going to like this. Some I feel like some of you guys might not like it. Then I feel like some of you guys might really like it. So that's why I threw it out there because it's like this weird you know, pendulum thing. I don't know. Let, let's have you start with who you think liked it the most. Uh, okay, Brandon. <laughs> oh, you might, you might be right. You might be right. So let me just first off say, if you would have showed me this band in my mid twenties, I would have been like fully on board. And uh, that's not to say that I'm not now, but this album to me is a progressive rock album like absolutely through and through even though they have the songs titled like part one part two part three i mean mm -hmm. that reminds me a lot of like emerson lake and palmer with their mm -hmm. brain brain salad what is it called brain salad something or other anyway know. uh i listened to a lot of it in the shower and getting ready and driving around and uh i i don't have the patience for that style of music anymore right. as far as like basically it's like one whole song one song that's really long mm -hmm. and has a mm -hmm. bunch of parts to it but that's not to say that i don't appreciate it like if i was sitting down and painting like this would be the perfect like album right. to do that to and it's i like feel listening like to a movie basically is what it I is like. it is yeah and that's mm -hmm. what i like about progressive rock is it like kind of takes you on this roller coaster ride so i agree completely even though it's something that i wouldn't listen to again i'm glad that i listened to it for the first experience i will say that i checked out more of them it made me want to listen to more of them and i found that almost every album is a different genre yeah that's actually yeah. a thing with them and uh i found this album called paper mache dream balloon and it's like mm -hmm. acoustic-y kind of hippie-ish music and i really dug that Dude, they so have a yeah death metal album <laughs> i i need to check that out i didn't jazz find album that. like a pop album they just like they get bored and they change their like, kind of like how ween you know like ween kind of changes their styles but like they straight up be like this album we're going to be this type of band That's yeah awesome. That's pretty cool. so i and uh i definitely agree and it made me like explore them and i'm happy to explore them even more so i will go with who i think well i think skunk liked it the least so i'm just gonna say dan what do you think hey fuck it? you <laughs> <laughs> You always think I hate everything. His, he's getting his revenge from the last episode. Yeah, that's right. right. You guys are in for it. Hit me, Dan. Uh, I'm far away. I can't do that from where I am, but I will when I see you soon. I'm just kidding. I agree 100%. I love those guys. The music was so fun. It, mm -hmm. uh, just kind of, I mean, their music, at least this album, in my opinion, the music is about as weird as their name is. Right. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. And when you keep that in mind, you're like, okay, this band kind of sounds like their name. I learned tonight that they have multiple albums that sound different than that. So I'm really, I try, when you guys give me an album, I don't try jumping ahead and like listening to the band, like Skunk's band from last time. And then, and then King Gizzard, like, I'm not like jumping ahead to like, oh, what else do these guys sound like? I'm trying to give like the full on, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but I'm trying to give you guys like the honest opinion about just that album. And I don't want like other albums interrupting that yeah. so i really liked it and i'm looking forward to listening to them again excellent and I, I figured you would too i mean they have two drummers dan and i don't know if you if you listen to that record and most of the records you listen to they it's not the best recording either it's almost no. like a four track it sounds like but their drums are panned so each drummer is fully panned right and fully panned that left so, so if you cool. listen to it that way like that's a different drummer in each speaker 
pretty cool. And I, I, I just appreciate that weird, you know, how, how are you going to, how are you going to make two drummers original? We're going to play the exact same thing at the exact same time. Like, I think that's so cool. All right. You ready? <laughs> I'm ready. You guys fucking deserve this. No, dude. Ah. Okay. So, uh, the drummer that I play with, uh, most recently and have played with for a long time, um, he has become obsessed with that band. He shows it to me all the time, but he never showed me that album. So, like, you know, I wasn't going to be like, you know, call you on it and be like, no, we can't do that one. Like, I hadn't heard that record. And so, like, I knew who this band was and I knew all about them. And uh, I, I already liked them, like, reluctantly almost, because they're not my kind of music for the mm-hmm. most part. But they're so fucking interesting because of, like, that shit where they're just like, you know, they run with something. Like, like they start off, especially that album, okay? They start that album, and before I knew it, I was on track 10, and I was like, wait a minute. I thought my Apple Music had fucked up and, like, was on shuffle or something, and I was like, oh, shit, and I restarted the album, and I did it three times where I was like, god damn it, I keep ending up on the, it keeps fucking around, and I was like, all of a sudden it hit me, I was like, wait a minute, and I opened the track list, and it's like Anthem 1. Anthem, yeah, part two, one, part four, part two, part two, yeah, yeah, and like it's like, but it's like altered beast. It's like your altered beast. That's what it is. It's like nine fucking tracks where it's the same song, but it keeps kind of altering. It's and that reprise, I did yeah. the same thing. That I is cool as fuck. Thing. And and I love, mm-hmm. I love the fact that these guys have two drummers that, like you said, they 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 play the same thing. And the coolest thing is when you see them live, which I haven't yet, but uh, my my friends have, and they saw them actually in Denver at the what's that Red Rock Red Rocks yeah yeah Red Rock uh yeah the Natural Amphitheater. Amphitheater. Um, they mm-hmm. saw them there, and it was like, wow. dude, they play like the drummers face each other, and like yeah. it's like a like, combating like in a mirror, like where they're like mm-hmm. looking at each other, and like that is so they cool. They don't take man. their eyes off, like they're yeah, yeah they, like, dude, walk man, in and, and play. like I gotta say, I agree. Like, um, I didn't think I was the, oh, yeah. when when I started this record, I will say I was like, ah, shit, man, like because I've heard a lot of their stuff, but I was just like this mm-hmm. this one at first, really. I was like, oh, this is not gonna be my thing, but damn. It's good. And and how about how about that girl, the Australian girl's like spoken word throughout yeah. the whole thing, like saying all these weird, creepy like things about the altered beast and like yeah. I, I was like, I want to marry her. I thought it was like story time. <laughs> she's so, like, like she's explaining everything that's oh, going yeah. on, and then they go into the music. Well, even though the music's still going on, she's kind of explaining like the altered beast and like all this stuff yeah. that's going on, mm-hmm. and then they go back into the singing. It's almost like she's like telling the story before they start explaining I don't know I, yeah I liked it really, so really I, made, made it more immersive different. I actually want to know do, does one of you guys know is she in the band or was yeah, she just no, on that no record female oh okay uh, as far as I know from what I've watched I've, I haven't heard another female nor have I seen one in a live performance so, so like I said just a bunch like, of like greasy Australian yeah interview. that's what I thought like uh, and my buddy is like super into him and he talks about him all the time and I, I thought he would have told me like there was a female presence in the band which like I'm I'm super into. I love when bands have like ladies in them, especially mm-hmm. like all lady bands are like, oh, cool, man, because you know that's kind of mm-hmm. rare in these days, right? But anyway, holy crap, I got all, I got all three of you guys. That's crazy. That is a re- rare occurrence. Reverse man. skunked. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I wanted to fucking just shit all over it in like in revenge, but I can't. Man. Man. I thought I, I thought at least half of you would be like, I didn't like it because of this, but I liked it because of this type thing, but. Wow. I will say they're weird as fuck. 
And I, like um, uh, that whole story that I told you about being on drugs and overdosing on mushrooms, if that music was on, I would not be here today. I would still be, no, be dead. I, I would be, be running dead. around in Flaming Gorge Re- Reservoir You'd as be the a beast. naked fucking altered <laughs> beast. Yeah. And like that would just be me now. <laughs> like my wife would have left me there and that's that. All right. You guys ready to move on? Moving on. Let's do it. Uh, before we get into random questions, we need to take a word from our sponsor. So we will be right back. America, are you ready for the biggest show in the world for some reason? You bet you are, you musically inclined geniuses. It's time for who really, really wants to be super famous. Here's a sneak peek of our Wednesday morning lineup. Hey there, I'm your host and only Judge Brian Seaboat here. You are welcome, United States of America. right there because you're getting the air dancing wow such challenge let's see who's next yep, yep. Oh, okay here i go wait 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 Okay, everybody knows that I took piano lessons from age 7 to 8, so as a musician, I'm saying this. That was better than the original. You're getting the Iron Hand Shake! Who will get the Iron Hand Shake? All of them, I guess. Hey there, my name's Jerry from Kentucky. Appreciate y'all having me here. Uh, th- this one, this one in particular goes out to my mother, Jean. Such incredible talent, I guess. But hey, it doesn't suck. I just don't like it. Be sure to catch us Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. on the EFG Network. Lock in your boats. Please help me. I'm trapped here. Help. All right, and we're back with random questions, starting with Dan. My random question is, if you could master any instrument, what instrument would be your choice? Brandon. Uh, you know, I always thought that it would be piano, but over the years, I have always regretted not being a drummer. And here's why. Because everybody plays guitar, and a lot of people play the bass, and everybody wants to sing, but nobody really wants to play drums. How? So what does that do? It makes it so accessible to start bands, or to at least join bands, because nobody's a drummer. And if they are, they, they're not very good. So mm-hmm. I would want to master the drums so that I can I could be in more bands, I guess. But mainly because I I have grown a really high appreciation for drums. Um, it's something that's in the background 
but if you have a bad drummer, it kind of it makes or breaks the band, like definitely. And it's one of those things that you might not even notice. Like, I don't like this band. I don't know why, but it could be the drummer or like, God, this this band's awesome. I think a good example of that is the police because the drummer of the police is amazing and modest at that Mm -hmm. because he's not showboating, but he's doing all this amazing stuff. Uh, His name is Stuart Copeland. I almost forgot it, but Stuart (laughs) Copeland. Anyway, so I would master the drums. Dude, you're absolutely right, too, because like if you are a drummer, you're automatically like in at least three bands in your town. Like you just like you come out and you're like, oh, I play the drums and people are like, okay, so we have a show next Tuesday. And you're like, fuck. All right. That's that's an excellent point. Like you're they're few and far between. Yeah. And also gives you, you know, more variety, especially if you're a guitarist like myself. I'm also a drummer. I'm not the greatest drummer by any means, but I know how to (laughs) play the drums and get them done. But it's good for writing. Um, if you're writing a song and you have drums, you know, you can record if you can record your own band, you know what I mean? That is super cool. And like that just gives you more, you know, of a way to express your art. Just use more instruments, especially drums are so important. They're more important than most people think. So I agree with that. Well, what would be yours, Skunk? Me? What would you master? Well, so, you know, like you, I initially my first gut reaction was like piano. Um, I took piano lessons from when I was like 12 or sorry, from when I was a little kid till I was about 12 and then I quit to learn the guitar. But now that I've hit the point where I'm at now, I wish I could play the accordion. I've been in two (laughs) and a half bands now. We'll we'll say a half because there was a dude that kind of played the accordion in a band, but uh, I've been in some accordion bands and fuck, man, like, it's just so interesting to me. Like, I've never understood the, you know, the left hand where it's like the arpeggio or the, you know, it's like, it's this weird thing. And I, I would love to fucking learn how to play it. But anytime somebody's handed me one, I'm just like, uh, and I just kind of make fart noises with it. I don't know how to do it and it'd be <laughs> rad to play it. So the accordion. Yeah, I have. We have two accordions here. My wife plays and every time she plays, I'm pretty in awe of it. And I try to play, and uh, I, I'm i like, I think it sounds okay, but I've recorded myself. And I'm like, oh, no, it doesn't sound okay at all. Is it that it's you can, get- is, is, sorry, is it that you can play the right hand, but you can't do the left hand? Yeah, because you're like playing bass pretty much with the left hand, right? Kind of, yeah. Buttons. Yeah, and I'm like, I, I know what keys, like I know the the um, the notes for the keys, but I don't know what the hell is happening with the, the left hand. So my the the last band I was in was called Scary Uncle Steve. Um, we've talked about it a little. Nate, the dude that was the accordion player, he sat and he tried to break it down for me. He's like, it's the circle of fifths. If you know what the circle of fifths is, all these buttons on the left hand make sense. I was like, I don't know what the circle of fifths is. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. They just yeah. look like a bunch of dots to me. <laughs> so I do unfortunately know what the circle of fists is. Fists? I meant fifths. Yeah. I, I thought I said Sounds fifths. Sounds like my internet history. Any, <laughs> any, internet history. Anyways, one of the bands I was in, uh, I had my keyboardist uh, in the early records, he would play this toy accordion, and uh, he did really good. And every time I would try, it was, an, it was a hard time to seamlessly get that bag to... 
you know, extend yeah. and close in and, and like, cause there's always a pause and you're trying not to get that pause. It's not easy, man. And you know, mm-hmm. the, the first time anybody ever walks up to an accordion and they try it out, they just go, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so much. Yeah. There's so much more work to it. It's a challenging uh, machine. I did like, I, I, I just think it'd be that. fucking rad to play, but Andy, yeah. Yeah. What would you play? Well, I was thinking about this pretty hard, um, but it turns out like the last couple months I did master a new instrument. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's not the kazoo. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> We're not there yet. Um, it definitely, definitely the cello. Ooh, um, that's a good answer. Yeah. I'm going to probably be taking violin lesser- lessons with my daughter uh, soon here. And I, I want to move on to cello after that because to me, the cello is the most emotional instrument if, if it's mastered correctly, it has so much feeling in it. And every time a cello comes into a song, whether it's a hip hop song or a classical song or even a rock song, I'm like, dude, that cello was killer. Like I just it's pretty versatile feeling of the cello. It's absolutely best, one of the best instruments sounds in the world. So my daughter, uh, she took violin last year. And then this year she's yeah. like, I want to play the cello. And she brought home this big, oh, sweet, this big fucking cello. Right. And the first day mm-hmm. she had it, you know, cause we're doing the homeschool, you know, or, you know, pandemic shit. The first day mm-hmm. she had it, she brought it into her room and she wasn't playing any <clears throat> notes on the, like the neck. She was just strumming the strings and it sounded like, it sounded like the score of a horror movie for like three hours in our house. And it was just so loud and funny. And I was like sitting in my room yeah. trying to work over this laptop <laughs> and having like yeah. meetings over like teams. It was just like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm not going to get murdered. Trump's like Mr. Crinkle in the background. (laughs) It was hilarious. Um, (laughs) But like speaking, speaking of violin as well, like, so I'm, I'm, I want to start taking violin lessons with my daughter and you can, you don't have to buy a violin. You can rent them, you know, usually, Uh, but she's getting one, like a a one handed to her from a family member, but it didn't have strings on it. So we were out surfing a couple of weeks ago and I, I was like, oh, we're right by Guitar Center. Let's go pick up some violin strings for you. Right. Cool. No problem. I also picked up my kazoo the same day, (laughs) but I'm going through the strings. I'm like, uh, sir, where's the violin strings? He's like, oh, right over here. I'm like, cool. I just grabbed them. I didn't even think about it. They were 50 bucks for a pack of violin strings. And I was like, <laughs> mm. this is part of your Christmas present. Yeah. Dude. Like, it's just, <laughs> you better take care of these freaking strings. And I'm like, pick up my guitar strings for like $6.99. Well, dude, like, and think about like. He's yeah. not used to that price, man. Cello strings are going to be the like way worse because it's They're like. Gonna be more. Yeah. A violin's yeah, this long. More, a cello's this more long. More material. bigger. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, anyways, uh, Dan, you're left. What instrument? So I feel, well, I don't feel stupid necessarily, but all you guys were like, oh, well, I was going to choose piano, but then I choose this one, but I chose piano. Hey, that's, Dude, that's, that's my a second. good answer. That was, I was thinking about that too. No, it is. And let me explain real quick. I already play drums, play guitar. You do? Play a little bit of, I play a little bit of bass, but keyboard and piano mm-hmm. and anything with like keys like that, it never computed with my brain. So... Like to be like a concert, like Pianist? Chinese, Chinese, Asian <laughs> prodigy. You know what I mean? Like that just sounds so cool. Just being able to go up to the piano and hearing a song in your head and just being like, oh, okay. Yeah. And just, you no, know, like no, pian- pianists completely are, are on amazing. It. And like there's some, some of them are the best musicians in the band. I can oh, honestly, absolutely. I have a, a vision of Dan in my head walking up with the tail, the coattails to a piano, you know, and, the, and flipping <laughs> right, the yeah. coattails back and sitting on the... Like right. Tom and Jerry. Yeah, exactly, like Tom yeah. and Jerry. Yeah, I'm all about new instruments. I actually started playing about two years ago. I started playing the ukulele, and that's been Ooh. so much fun. And Duke. getting in with uh, strings, um, our, our church 
shares a building with a Chinese church, which is really cool. And we actually had their kids in our, in our ministry. And anyways, long story short, um, I heard them playing their, um, like they play like all the same music we do, but they're, they're traditional Chinese. So they're playing them on like Chinese instruments, like the Arhu. Have you guys heard of the Arhu? No. I've heard of the Arhu. It's, uh-huh. it's like, Brandon, it's that instrument that I used on that hip hop sample that I sent you. That's an Arhu. Mm-hmm. It's like a very sad, even though the violin sounds kind of sad, it's like a sad er violin sound and it's only two strings and oh. it's just so beautiful. I really want to learn the Arhu. I think I know what really you're cool talking instrument. about. And it, it sits upright. And you kind of play it like a cello, yeah. but it only has the two it's a strings. Weird instrument, man. And there's no frets. You got to guess where the fingers are going to go. Ooh, but wow. it's really cool. I would, I'd like the to learn thing that about too. the thing about piano is is like when you play a song on it, it sounds done and complete. Yeah. Whereas m- most other instruments, it mm-hmm. just sounds like a part of a song, yeah, right? Like, Even like acoustic guitar, like <clears throat> it just sounds like something's standalone. missing sometimes. Standalone. Yeah, but right. with but with piano, like it, yeah, it could be by itself and sound like a complete song. But good luck. Bringing a piano to a campfire, Dan. <laughs> you yeah. always bring a MIDI controller. That is, that's, oh, yeah. That, that, yeah, you could, you could bring, yeah, something smaller like that. But no, that's, that's totally true. Anybody can just walk up and even if, if, especially if they can sing, somebody can sit down at a party and just start playing piano mm-hmm. and singing. Yeah. It's like, dude, win over a, the it's a concert. But yeah. yeah, unless if it's recorded correctly, somebody just sitting down with acoustic guitar, it sounds a little hollow. If you play Wonderwall on the piano instead of the guitar, <laughs> you're going to win. But that being said, Dude, piano like is something a- I've also wanted to always try to master. Um, I was once living with a girl who had this awesome electric piano that sounded like a like a grand. And I used to mess around and I was like, I'm going to teach myself piano. Like I have it here. Like what? Why wouldn't I? And I was learning, I was trying to play the theme of, I don't know if you guys know the video game Skyrim. I'm like trying to learn that just by, just <laughs> by ear, just la, by la, ear, right? La, 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 yeah. La, la, la. So here's the hard part about if you start learning piano after learning guitar, your hand positions are different. If you're a right-handed guitarist, yeah. your, your melody, your melodies are on the right and your, your, your rhythms on the left on the piano. So I really wanted to do mm-hmm. those things vice versa. And I was just like so frustrated, but I've learned a few things. And, uh, but when I record, like if I record like some sort of key recording, like through a MIDI, I pretty much do it. I record over it and I go note for note and make the chords there. Cause I don't know where to put my fingers and I want to learn that too. So that's kind of funny. We all want to do that. Let's all learn. All right. Skunk, what is your random question? My random question is, uh, so, okay. What is your favorite way or your, your, your best way to unwind after a show? And I wrote this in mind of like playing a show, but maybe it's like you went to a show and, you know, like in the mindset of like, oh, shit, man, I, I, I played a show on a Thursday and I got to work super early tomorrow. What's what's the way that you yeah. get home? Because, OK, a little bit of a back thing for people that don't play music when you're when you play a show, it doesn't matter if it's fucking Thursday or and you're only playing for 20 minutes like you get amped up, man. When you're mm-hmm. when you're done, when you walk off the stage, it doesn't matter if it's a fucking stage the size of my desk or a fucking huge stage. Like when you're done, you're amped up and you can't just go home and turn off and go to sleep. So, like, how right. do you guys turn it off? How do you unwind? Dan. OK, <laughs> the first thing I thought of, I I'm glad you explained that it could either be a show that we played or even after seeing a show but i thought about it and i'm like we never unwound after shows we got crazier <laughs> crazier yeah. we never 
I mean, we party. just, yeah, we would just go and party. Like we would never really unwind, but okay. So I have a two, two parts to my question or answer. Second part nowadays, if I were to unwind after a show, I'd probably go get some food afterwards, probably go home, take a bath, <laughs> take a bath. Don't lie. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's perfect. Uh, uh that's an answer right there. I don't I would, know. Dude, I would love that's. I'm, I'm gonna do that now. Take a take. It's probably like shows. you're gonna take a bath right now. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Guys. Yeah. Dan, let's take a bath. <laughs> the next show we'll be recording from our bathtubs. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! yeah. Uh, this is natural reverb. I'm not doing that. Just make. Get the get the hemp seed. I'll uh, accidentally sativa. drop the thing in the tub and I'll kill myself on live TV. Yeah. It's the hemp seed sativa bubble bath mix. It's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> You get out and you feel like you're on mushrooms. I'm just joking. But then, um, what was the other part? You you said there was two. No, there was. I said that the so the first part I guess was the um oh the stay amped partying after staying amped. Fuck right. it, and we'll be up till six a.m. Yeah, right. And we didn't care, and we were young. We could do it. Nowadays, I would be dog crap the next day, and so like now with me being like older and stuff, yeah, I'd probably just go get some food go mm-hmm. home and eat it and then take a bath okay and hang out with my dog and dude the last band i was in like the way we would unwind i mean just playing la uh food man always uh but whenever we played like the hollywood area we'd go to the rainbow afterwards and that was like the best place because you get this big booth and you get all this awesome pizza and beer and like it's kind of just a cool place to hang out and, and wind wind down before you go home but also like after a show in Los Angeles as well, there's always these carts like bacon wrapped hot hot dogs, man. Like, go find that late night food that like oh. that you can get out there, and like that's always the best. Just like grease something greasy, and then just go home. Like, I'm fine with that. <laughs> when you say the rainbow, are you talking about the rainbow room that uh, Lemmy used to hang out at with the touch booby yeah, machine? Dude. Nice. Yep. Okay. I've, I've seen him. I've seen him there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon. Anyway, back to the question. How do you back to the question. Unwind after a show. What's what's? I don't hit me. I don't. I don't I don't go to shows. I don't play shows. I haven't for a long time. Back in the day, as Dan was saying, I would just get super drunk. And, you know, after a while, Jail. you keep drinking, you just go to sleep. Or you should, hopefully. But nowadays, like, I don't know how I would wind. Because you know what? This show, this show that we're doing right now, it pumps me yeah. up. And, and, like, we go pretty late. And it's, like, midnight. And I'm like, I got to go to sleep. And so I pace ah. in my kitchen. I can I can so, see that. Like, you know really? I do. Yeah, I pass. Mm-hmm. I pace in the kitchen and kind of do some thinking, and I do some munching on some random random snacks. And uh, I I think that that's what I'd probably do after a show. I'd probably come home and just pace in my kitchen. That's, and my neighbors hilarious. could like see me through the window and be like, "That guy is going to kill somebody." Yeah. You know, after when this podcast is over, I sometimes I wish you guys would send me the audio files right away because I just won't stay up and work on it. Like I, I I'm still pumped. Yeah. I feel you. I don't pace though. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I don't want to see. I don't want to see you pacing in your kitchen in the dark. Is it I, in the dark? I usually hang yeah. out with it's the. All, yeah, it's dark. the dark. <laughs> it's like in his underwear. I well, usually... How do you unwind, skunk? What do you okay, do? Okay, so yeah, skunk. <laughs> You know, uh, I come home and I, yeah, I eat probably burritos or Mexican food or whatever, you know, Mexican food I can get my hands on. But uh, it's, I, I put on Deep Space Nine. Star Trek. Really? Deep Space Nine. Because <laughs> you guys can all fuck off because I like all the Star Treks, but for some reason, <sighs> I don't know why, but Deep Space Nine just gets me where I want to be got. Like, I love that stupid show. It's so fucking cheesy and bad, too, but, like, it's no Enterprise with the fucking awful, 
you know, theme song. You know what I'm talking about. This is going to be a short. This is going to be a short segment with Scott Bakula. But dude, uh, fucking Deep Space Nine's good, man. And you know what? Even if you don't like it, you can put it on and it bores you to fucking sleep. There you go. There you go. That I used fine. I used to call Star Trek Star Trek. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. Some like was a kid. some hyper fan got like really mad at me, and I was like, okay, dude, I'll never call that again. Didn't Trek. you also? I know it's a trick. Yeah. Didn't you also call Danzig Danzig? Yeah. At one point, or dancing. I feel like you did. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Well, dude, no, like I like I know exactly what you're talking about because anybody that doesn't know me. I hang out with a lot of fucking geeks and I'm like into like comic books and stuff, but man, you fucking don't say Star Trek in front of those fucking people. Jesus I know. They fucking got Christ. Out. Yeah. And now I'm very conscious to say Trek and I, I feel Would like it'd be like you over. Yeah. Like uh, I really do though. Like where I'm like Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be like asking somebody if they watch Star War? Yeah, yeah. It, it, Stars War. Absolutely. Yeah. Or the Star Wars. Or Star Wars. I only like the first episode. Star Wars. With Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I like the first one with Luke Skywalker. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. That's the thing. Yeah. And that that's it. All right. My question is what music video pissed you off? Now I'm saying uh, there's not really music videos anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are, but there aren't. You have to kind of search for them, I guess, on YouTube. And there's like a, that. what's that app that has a lot of videos on it sounds like vimeo is it vimeo YouTube. Vimo? i think it's vimeo i think it's Vimo. youtube but i'm more talking about like you know back in the day i imagine we all like watched mtv quite a bit and yeah. like what what music video or vh1 what music video came on and just upset you dan meatloaf <gasps> oh ouch i would do anything for love the reason that song would make me so mad dude okay I love music videos, and that was like, what was that, 94, 95, like prime, like video time watching. I'm all about like Nirvana, Alice in Chains, Cake, Presidents of the United States of America, all these bands, right? All these great bands. And then that freaking video comes on and lasts like eight minutes. It was like eight or nine (laughs) minutes long. And like, seriously, like after a while, I'd get so mad, I'd just turn off the TV for like 10 minutes and go and do something and then come back and turn it on. And 90% of the time, it was still on. They didn't edit that for video They didn't. They did not. (laughs) Back in the day, they used to edit videos. For some reason, I bet you he paid like a buttload of money in order for them to play that whole piece of crap video. Skunk is. I like, actually kind of like Meatloaf. I, I'm with you, Brandon. Ah. I love Meatloaf. I, but I, I used to fucking put it on. Like if I went to places, I would put it on the jukebox, and we had mandatory Meatloaf time. Do you guys like that song though? Yeah, uh, that song's not. That song's not my favorite. And it was a ballad, right? Take it it was like it. one of his ballads. Yeah. They're all I, ballads. Don't get me wrong. I like Meatloaf too, and he's like some of the stuff's like very like. Rock opera, like fast yeah. pace, like musical, like rock opera. And he's got an awesome voice, but that music video made me so mad because I hated the video, hated the song, and it was so long. It just wouldn't end. And I'm like, I just, I want to watch Cake or Silver <laughs> I, just, the only The only thing that upset me about that song is that he never revealed what he wouldn't do. Yeah. I mean, I assume kill. No, like if, but dude, it could be if his anal. name If his name was Vegetarian Loaf and he said, I would do anything for love, but I won't eat meat, then he'd be like, all right. It's anal. But he's like, he's, but I won't do that. We're like, what? Weird Al cover that. About? I would do anything for lunch, but I won't eat meat. He doesn't want to get pegged. <laughs> That's what it is. He's not gonna uh, take it up the poop chute. But, oh, he's not gonna do the Kulo fun time, dude. I, got it. I have just discovered. I have like I know what I'm gonna do for my next agree to disagree. Okay. I'm just 
A meatloaf song? All meatloaf. Mandatory meatloaf, motherfuckers. Mandatory meatloaf meeting? Yeah. <laughs> It'll become a steady diet of meatloaf. Oh. Hey. I would love it. I'm just, I'm Excellent. sorry. I was talking about the food, not the guy. Oh. Meat lump. Right. Okay, Andy, what, what, what video pissed you off? My name is Luca by Suzanne Vega. <gasps> oh, God. God. Damn, you're right. My name is Luca. I live, live on, on the second, second floor. floor. Oh. I live upstairs. No, I don't know that. And she's just sitting on the stairs, like the most boring looking person, just the most mediocre face. And I'm like, I don't want to know that you're my neighbor. Stop. That's all she's singing about. Suzanne Vega, is she the one that sings that? Do, 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 it might be. Do, do, I don't know. I don't. I, I tried not to like actually collect her. I'm going to look brain. her up because I have no idea. Can I ask, do you, do you hate that video because of the video specifically or because of the song? Also, it's most it's the song definitely has a big impact on how much I want to hurt her. But (laughs) (laughs) but but the but the video but the video is like it's fucking boring. And this like shows like this kid like running up the stairs. And like you're absolutely right. Like she's sitting on the steps like black and white. And she's just like she's not she doesn't look fun. She just looks like a boring fucking person like and i'm like why Andy, are you that's like- that's how artists act <laughs> come on get yeah look at yoko well, that's Ono. how they act now i know and why do you think i hate music so much nowadays because they all sound like my name is luca uh by the way yes suzanne vega is the artist that did tom's diner is the song i was do, thinking do, of. Do, do, do. you know my an ex of mine uh her ex-husband <laughs> uh helped produce that song Weird. You know, it's supposedly weird. it's actually really well produced, and it's a great thing to test speakers with. That song. Look it up. Yeah, Look no, up. He, he got a, They got a Google Grammy it. for it. Like apparently, it's the thing? people like master. They master with it. It's too, sonically like, sound. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. That song will forever just remind me of Untamed Heart. Well, uh, see, I don't hate that song nearly as much as My Name Is Luca. Yeah, I was going to say My that Name Is Luca kinda... blows in the video. But, sucks but like too. her voice kind of sucks in that song too. It's just like <laughs> there's no expression. If you, if you if you listen to the lyrics, she's just she's like she's literally sat in a coffee shop and just wrote down what other people were doing. Yeah, well, that's what she's talking about. Like, oh, I'm so bored in my apartment. Do you know me? I don't know. It's okay if you don't. Like, that's the lyrics. Well, I mean, it's now very relevant for our times yeah she was just thinking about the future pandemic oh that's true bored in my apartment well, maybe i like it now <laughs> now it makes sense <laughs> who's uh, skunk what about you so uh, i don't know the name of the specific song but you'll know what i'm talking about you remember when all those fucking 80s super groups were coming out and there was damn yankees with fucking mm-hmm. Ted Nugent and the dude from Night Ranger oh, and fucking, fucking uh, oh, there's another guy in the, it doesn't matter. They were fucking shitty as far as I'm concerned. And they did a video and I can't fucking remember the song, but it was like the cops were surrounding him for no reason whatsoever. Like they're dangerous. But then they came in and they started shooting and then fucking he starts playing a guitar solo and is deflecting the fucking bullets with the like his rock and roll get the hell out like, of here and there was a lot of those and it was like um Patton Oswald actually did a bit on this and he talks about like where were the fucking Beavis and Butthead guys copycats like you know yeah. like and he says like we could have eliminated Roast the whole them. mullet haircut in a weekend if they would have just tried that <laughs> and I fucking wholeheartedly agree with him because I hate that shit like that fucking like don't do that. Don't tell people that you can deflect bullets. 
with anything besides maybe a bulletproof vest, but with a guitar, come on, you're just going <laughs> to die. Especially yeah. if you're Ted Nugent, you should get shot, because fuck you. Yeah. Wow, yeah, he's a turd nugget. So He listens to the show. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> he was our first subscriber, guys. Um, the Nuge. The so it was it was the damn Yankees is that who you said yes it was? the damn Yankees that was, a, it was okay so yeah. I have a probably a pointless story about the damn Yankees but I had Hit me. a um or I'm gonna I have a cousin yeah it's a it's a cousin of the family and I he was much older and I went to his wedding and I was about six or seven years old rumor had it the damn Yankees had a table there. And everyone kept saying, the damn Yankees are here. And I kept hearing the damn word. And I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Are they talking about the, like, Those guys aren't <laughs> Guns and Roses. I have no idea who these guys are. So <laughs> apparently the damn Yankees were there. Skunk would have been pissed. Well, yeah. and it's mostly just the Nuge. Not, like, in all fairness, like, right. um, yeah, like who's the other guy? There's, there's, uh, there's the guy from Night Ranger. And there's the dude. I don't know. I'm not going to sit and look it up. Like, I don't like Ted Nugent either. Let's but not talk I, about Ted Nugent anymore. Yeah. Uh, but hey, but Stranglehold. Dude, he a great song. Uh, actually, uh, there's a, a practice space in our city that's like, you know, where everybody rents practice studios or whatever. It's like a big old abandoned school or some shit like that. And one time Ted Nugent was coming to town and, you know, like he just he just hires like studio bands or whatever. And so he hired a band to learn the songs and they rented out a room. But rather than just fucking like be respectful to the rest of the people in the practice studio, he backed a fucking 53 footer back up to the loading door and just dropped it there. And like the dudes practiced there for 10 days and blocked the whole parking lot off. So everybody that practiced there couldn't get in there. And he didn't even fucking go there. It was like he just like called him like being a jack learn these songs you know bro or whatever and uh yeah I'm so ted nugent yeah he wasn't even there but they blocked off the fucking thing douche. for 10 10 days it's bullshit so fuck ted yeah. nugent okay hey skunk let me just tell you this a little bit of research and you could have found out that the song was called high ah. you know you have this like uh access to the internet. I refuse internet to do that. If you just type in stuff, I refuse to do that. Skunk on the show. Information. If I don't know it, Skunk, I don't know it. Skunk was high well, enough. That's very why genuine. Find it. All right. My answer is life is a highway. I think his name oh. is Tom Cochran. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Do you know what I'm talking uh, about? That, 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 that crescendo he has like makes me want to just Okay, this is why the video car. pissed me off is simply because his mouth was so small. <laughs> it he ups- it upset mouth? me so much. <laughs> and you like like what <laughs> yeah watch watch the video and there's a part where he goes like whoa and like i'm like he's gonna he's gonna hurt his mouth like it's so <laughs> tiny his mouth is so small and not like i have a prejudice against small-mouthed people all right i'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings but that man in particular i don't like his small mouth he shouldn't be a singer he should have been a drummer <laughs> Way in the back, away from yeah. everybody, so they couldn't see his wearing mouth. a mask. Give <laughs> him find her in the pandemic right now. I'm sure that <laughs> I'm trying to look at it. Andy, video. What, what's what's your uh, what's your random question? What's my random question? If you could fight any musician, and it doesn't have to be someone you hate or you know like, it just doesn't matter. Like, if you can fight any musician, who would it be? Damn, I am going with Axl Rose. Whoa, <laughs> oh, I knew someone was going to crazy. Pick that. He would probably fight back. And I think it would just be a lot of fun. It'd be, be something to talk about. It'd be dirty. You know yeah. what I mean? I'd be. And while we're fighting, 
I would have Guns N' Roses, the rest of Guns N' Roses be playing Get in the Ring. Yeah, there you go. Ooh, oh, yeah. he, he seriously, yeah. like all the videos, like the fight videos of him on YouTube, and I've watched quite a few, his like mad at you face is like you want to punch him when he wants to fight you. Like you're like, oh, dude, I'm going to punch that mad face. I think face. that's what it was. Like immediately, yeah, just like, right when you like, said that, that, if you like, could just fight anger. any musician, boom, like right yeah. away, Axl Rose popped up. But he, uh, was a, yeah. he was a jerk in the 90s, man. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, what about you, Skunker? So uh, I... I went with kind of the same thing where, like, I really like him. Uh, I went with Keith Richards because I feel like I couldn't. <laughs> you would so just win. No, you would break so him. Dude, no, no. Hold on. Nothing can hurt him. I, I <laughs> like, I guess you're he's right. pretty invincible. Heroin. Like, nothing can hurt him. I feel like I would fight him and, like, you know, I'd be like, come on, motherfucker. And he would just be like, listen, man. And he'd just, like, take a drag of a cigarette and then shoot up some, I'll kill you. Shoot up some heroin and yeah. be like, you're not going to fuck with me. And he'll just pull out yep. like a six shooter and be like, yeah, I'm not going to fight you. And then I would just sit down yeah. with him and be like, let's talk about stuff. <laughs> and so you, you want to fight him just so you can have a conversation. But, but honestly, like I, I, I feel like if, if it came to it, it was like, all right, motherfucker. And like, no way, dude. Brandon told me I got to fight you. And he said, I'm going to fight you. And Dan was there and we're going to fight. I feel like he has like, and then like, a I would rip though. I would you know? hit him. And he would just, it would like, it would be like hitting a fucking concrete block. I'd just fucking, and I'd be like, oh, ow. He'd go, yeah. Oh, my God. You can't hurt me, dude. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, Mr. Brandon? Henry Rollins. Oh, that's yeah. pretty good. That's a that's pretty bad good. idea. For, yeah, for a, several reasons. Now, I, I, this is who would you fight, right? Not who would you win. Because yeah. I don't know if I could win in a fight. I'd sure try. He'd fuck you up. But let me just, I, I don't know that. That's it. Give him Have a call. Have you seen him? He's like, <laughs> you just hurt my he has, pride. <laughs> he has muscles in his earlobes, dude. Brandon's been working out. I do. I work out too. All right. And uh, no, but here's why I would fight him. Because fuck Henry Rollins. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen that video right. of him? Like there's this like like teenage kid interviewing him in, in the 80s. Yes. And yes. He's, he's just destroying he's such an kid. asshole. Now, there was an interview where he's like, I highly regret that, and I, I wish I can get a hold of that dude now because I can be like, I'm so sorry. But he's like, that was a time, uh, an era where I was just constantly angry and stressed out and people were always trying to fight me or like whatever. I don't remember what he was saying, but watching that, I'm like, Excuses. dude, like, why would you treat a kid like that? It's not funny. Yeah. It's not funny. <laughs> no, no. Even if I the hate, 80s were I like watched hardcore, that interview. Don't treat a kid like that. He's he's terrified of you, and he just wants you to be Was nice. it a like, kid interviewing yeah. him? Him or yeah. was he just going off? Yes. On oh, okay. That's, he was trying yes. to. He was, trying he was to like making fun of him and he was belittling like him, tapping and, his head oh. with the microphone, and like it was. Yeah. It was just dumb. no. It was sick, dude. Yeah. No, I always saw Henry Rollins as like a jock punk. Oh yeah. I mean, and him and the the misfits back then, they were all that that bullies, that like bully the punk. Guido weird thing going on, that macho macho punk. Yeah, yeah, and I and I hate that. I hated that in in, in the in punk rock scene, and also. He fucking ruined Black Flag. Yeah. Some people say that, oh, Henry Rollins, Black Flag. I'm like, no, bullshit. Keith, dude, he was Keith the Morris last for life. singer. Would you fight Keith he was Morris? He the last singer. And all of the songs that he sang, most of them were covers. The ones that he did that were original Junk. were fucking stupid. Damage. I'm not a machine. Damage. I'm not a machine. Damage. Come on. You're man. right. You're a man. <laughs> That's not good. Um, Keith, but Morris I did, did I did watch it. I did watch him uh, do uh, spoken word, and I did actually enjoy he it. He's a smart dude. I think he's a. I think he's a smart dude, but I think he's still a bit full of himself. I listened to him on some podcasts, and like, he seemed a little too into himself still. Mm -hmm. And he's like supposed to be very smart. I think intelligence is actually looking within and knowing your faults, and you know, being modest. So, mm -hmm. so I try to 
On that note, uh, do you give him any fucking props for apologizing for that shitty interview that he did? And I didn't, I didn't hear the apology. But if it's like what Andy was saying, yeah, he's, like, he's basically like, like he's excuses like, oh, to me. That interview haunts me, you know, whatever. Yeah. He was pretty bummed about it, and I, you, I mean, even if he's still kind of a jerk now, you watch that video now as an adult, like you're probably like, God, that was an ass, you know. He's gonna feel bad. Yeah, I mean. We've all we've all done stupid shit in our youth that we regret, and I I would never hold that kind of thing to a person now. But I have seen Narwar, the human serviette, yeah, interview him, Narwar. and he's a fucking dick to him mm-hmm. too. Yeah, see, take it, dude. He's, he's I don't think he knows funny or something. How like can you be mean Narwar, Narwar great. Dude? Yeah, I love, if he can interview yeah. me, I'd be so happy. And I do have a problem with people being mean to that guy because he's like this little dude, Canadian so dude that's smart. like a super fan. He's a, he and knows he's like, everything about the musician. He's gonna. He knows like what it's they. Amazing. He knows like their hobbies and he gets them something that they like that they didn't. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. I saw a whole montage of him interviewing like hip hop artists. Oh yeah, and they were that. so tripped out they on all like, the like, like, like you dug deep, mm-hmm. homie. Like they were like tripped, <laughs> were tripped out, out by it, and it was it's really cool. Like, like he does him, dig yeah. deep. Like he does a lot of research. And the thing, the uh, cool thing about it, he was giving all of them like records at the end. Yeah, like vinyl, a, like a like a favorite vinyl mm-hmm. of theirs that they'd never been able to get. And yeah. they're like, how did you get this? How you, but how did you know to get this for me? They'll like be like, Santa where Claus. did you he's find like out the real this Santa information? Claus. Yeah. He knows everything about you. He's, he's <laughs> like giving you like all these presents that you never got when you were a kid. You know what I mean? Narwhal's rad. We should yeah, have him on the show. I wish. <laughs> Narwhal, if you're out there. Narwhal. I said Narwhal. Sorry. He did say Narwhal. <laughs> Andy, Andy, who who would you fight? Oh, who would I fight? It'd be, it'd be Mark McGrath. Sugar Ray. Oh, Sugar wow, Ray. dude. I got called Come that on. today because oh. of my frosty <laughs> tips. Yeah. Oh. What what a turd nugget that guy was. Um, I should have. Don't get me wrong. If you ever heard their first record, it's kind of good. It's like metal. It's like metal punk. It's kind of good. But um, Don't say that. Yeah, also, there's another like TMZ video out there or something of him like trying to fight a kid outside a bar. And he is I was going to say that. A fucking douche like the worst he has the worst like (laughs) i want to fight you attitude he doesn't do anything he's like he's like bark bigger than his bite type situation and but he's just he's like doing it to show off in front of people like i'm tough this kid's like little scrawny kid but he's like scrawny kids like yeah whatever dude bring it on i don't care that's awesome go for it here's the here's the thing the kid called him sugar gay (laughs) so he got he got um uncomfortable that someone called him gay this probably so he's a homophobe yeah he's a homophobe all four of us should go beat the shit out of that guy together if you're listening, Sugar Ray, watch out! Come on, we're coming up, for you. Up, I don't think, I think that's the Mark band. McGrath. I think that's the band. We'll name. fight all of them. What's his actual name? Mark Mark, Mark McGrath. Mark McGrath. No, his name is Sugar Ray, and we're gonna fight all of him. I thought it was Sugar Gay. Yeah, that's <laughs> what you just said, right? I'm confused. What a turd, though. Like even to be on TV, like you're a celebrity, and I don't know if you guys seen his face lately. It's pretty silly. Doesn't he look like an old <laughs> so catcher's like, mitt? All now, up like in the all up in the camera. Looks like an old catcher's mitt. Yeah, but he. But like he was doing it for the, you can see he was doing it for attention. Like it was like he was doing it in front of the camera because he wanted that spotlight on TMZ or whatever. Like, oh, Mark McGrath's gonna fight a kid. Yeah, didn't he do like, that? He, like that's how he was acting. Like beard, yeah, thing, the, like flavor the saver, line. flavor saver. What do they call that? I think so. I don't know. Man. Yes, it's flavor saver. But it's like a soul patch or soul that, patch. But it's a soul patch that like he did the whole line, right? Didn't he do that? Mm-hmm. Am I just mm-hmm. wrong? Mm-hmm. Am I just wanting that to be a thing? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't memorized. This I think that's so such a good well. answer that I'm going to change my look. answer, and I think it, we should you know all what? change our answer, and we should all really go find him. I changed my answer to Sugar Ray, dude. I fight Sugar Ray with Andy. Let's do it, man. Let's go. It's coming like coming from the sides like raptors, dude. Yeah, I'm ready. Shall we? All right. Uh... So that is random questions. You know what that sound is? Jason's forty-two cents. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so today for Jason's 42 cents, we're going to be talking about a band by the name of Idols. The song we picked from this band, Idols, is a song entitled Never Fight a Man with a Perm. First things first, that's a great title for a song, by the way. I don't care if the song sucked. I would have listened to it just because of the name. Now, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm not very familiar with this band. I probably heard a handful of songs from Idols. Brandon tried having me listen to them a couple months ago, and I listened to one song, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of repetitive, this and that. And I gave them another chance, and then I gave them another chance, and I really ended up liking them. But again, I've only heard about five songs. But what I do know about these guys is that they were formed in bristol england in 2009 they have three albums two eps and one live album and the only reason i know any of this is because i looked it up (laughs) i told you i didn't know anything about them but i wanted to say something you know what i mean so anyways again i think they're pretty cool i want to definitely listen to more of them but i want to hear your guys's predictions skunk what do you think jason is going to think um, I mean, Brandon, sorry. <laughs> no, here, here's, before before we get into predictions, I just want to say how I uh, heard them is Andy actually sent me this song, mm-hmm. and I thought he was trying to say make fun of my hair, to uh, be honest, because uh, I, I, I have very curly, thick hair, and I think I immediately text him back, it's not a perm, and then I listened to the song, and I was like, oh, he just wants to show me a band. And I fell in love oh, with them yeah. immediately. This song did it for me. Like at first, I'm like, it sounds like almost like an 80s song, but with real instruments, you know, because most 80s like have, you know, mm-hmm. synthesized stuff. Mm-hmm. And and then when the when the dude started singing, I was like, he kind of sounds like the guy from Exploited. Like Charles Bronson. No. Like he's- yeah. But and then uh, and then I listened further and I was like, gosh, I like him. I dove deep on these guys. Mm-hmm. And I like almost any, everything they do. I've listened to interviews with them. They're super smart, super progressive. And I, I like, I love this song. So prediction wise, I have no idea. Honestly, like sometimes I can kind of predict what Jason's going to think. I think that he might not like the guy's vocals. He might think that the 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 um, music is too simplistic. I think if he, he usually listens or um, reads the lyrics, I think he might dig the lyrics. That's where I'm going with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dan. I agree with you, Brandon, 100% on that. I don't think he's going to like the singer's voice, but he might like the lyrics. I thought the same exact thing. Idols is a very you band, you band Brandon, if that makes sense. Um, I agree yes. a lot. What does that mean? <laughs> I can't really explain it. I was trying to like explain like what that means, but Skunk, you get that, right? Andy? I absolutely get that. It's like a very Um, Brandon. Like, I'm not, like, calling you, like, a hipster or this or that or, like, a something or other, but it's a... It's just... Listening to that band, I'd be like, Brandon would love this. Yeah. So... In a good way. That being said, yeah. (laughs) I was introduced at at my bar by a regular of mine. We always share music together, and sometimes he'll send me stuff, and I'm like, eh. He's like, no, you got to listen to Idols. Listen to Idols are awesome. He's like, this British guy just sounds like he wants to fight people. I'm like, sounds interesting, right? So I I gave it a listen. Literally went outside, and I I don't like like a little mini break, and I'm listening to it in my headphones. Like Immediately, I was like, I got to send this to Brandon. Yeah, like he's gonna love this. See, and I watched like a YouTube. It was a YouTube video he sent me, and I was like, "Dude, this is." It was their Tiny Desk concert. The Tiny Desk. It's yeah, amazing. the Tiny Desk. I love it. I, uh, I, I immediately went like, "Brandon's gonna. I gotta I've send gotta this to that. him." And like, as soon as you got it, you were like, "Dude, it's like a breath of fresh air." I'm like, "Yeah, right." It's like a different mm-hmm. genre of yeah. music, and uh, there's really nothing out there like it, in my opinion. You guys 
know me musically because you're right yeah. it, it like instantly became like my favorite band of the month maybe even a few months i was right, listening you're... to them nonstop. there's two things that i want to say about them one anybody using celebrity names in place of like cocaine oh, and yeah. drugs <laughs> is awesome oh yeah his metaphors are hilarious dude yeah second he's a tough dude that's all about like beating up bullies yeah, yeah. beating up hard beating, and, beating up in Henry another Mullen. song in another song he says i'm like stone cold steve austin i put homophobes in coffins yeah that's right and that like so good, pumps man. me up he's like what's that and, and he also says that uh, this snowflake is an avalanche i love that yeah you know because like progressive people are often referred to as snowflakes and I just like envisioned like, oh, if there's enough snowflakes, it causes an avalanche. And it got me all like revved up for like a revolution. Yeah. The Mio Mio my, you look like a walking thyroid. Like this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, like I haven't heard a lot of them, but I even noted like the first song I heard by them, I believe it's track. Oh, I, I, I can't even, I'm just going to butcher it. But he, one of the lyrics is um, he's talking about like momentum and speed. And he's talking about Conor McGregor, the UFC fighter is talking about Conor McGregor swinging a samurai sword wearing rollerblades. I'm like, what? Yeah. And I'm just picturing <laughs> Conor McGregor swinging a samurai sword, right. riding down the street on rollerblades. I'm like, I wonder what he meant by that. And I want to look more into that. But cool lyrics, man. Very smart dude. So I was shown this band by the same dude that showed me uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, the, the drummer that I play with, kind of in the same month or so. But he was just like, dude, fucking. He was showing me King Gizzard. And I remember being like, yeah, that's fine. Okay, this is cool. Yeah, this is fine. Please stop showing me weird shit. Like, but he fucking then like a, a, the next week he was like check this out and he fucking played idols and I was just like this is fucking awesome and my first thought was I gotta show this to Brandon <laughs> for real dude like I, like I think that's so funny that all three of us were like Brandon would love this band I mean dude it's like it's like tough guy music but exactly not for tough guys. and I I think that's so you because like you t- you've always kind of come across to me as like. You could beat the shit out of me, but you're probably never going to, you know. It's tough guy music for the weak guy. Yeah. Yeah. For the little guy. The bully, yeah, for the little the bully guy. E, the person getting bullied. Bro. But it's also something new. And it's it is. And, and, and to have good a good genre and a good style of music to be new and have something to be like, ah, this is really original. Of course, I'm going to think of Brandon because he's always trying to look for, a, you know, fresh breath of air when it comes to music and yep yeah, yeah i gotta throw i gotta throw it out there to him be like i really like this i wonder if brandon likes it like it's kind of a you know thing it's um i mean it, it really does just sound like modern punk rock though yeah in the best of ways yeah. like where punk rock should go mm-hmm. i agree um anyway d- did you guys predict i don't i think he's not gonna like it i don't think okay you just don't yeah think he's gonna i, like I, I don't think no. so i mean the music's not his his thing he might get a kick out of it but he's gonna he's gonna say some things i think but who knows? So you like, know. like I say every time, uh, I don't know Jason. I mean, I, I chat with him on our little or chats, you know, or whatever. But I don't know this dude, and I'm gonna. Part of me like is like I think he's gonna like this. I think he's gonna like it, but not like you said. I think you'll get a kick out of it. I'll, I'll think like, these dudes are fucking funny. I think he's gonna get a kick out of him in a way where he's like, you know, like they're fucking goofy British guys, and like you know, I I've got high hopes yeah. that he's gonna like it and. Maybe he's not going to love it, but I think he's going to like it. Right. And and for those of you who are listening to us for the first time, Jason is a friend of ours um, out here in California that he does a small segment where he leaves a voice message and we give him a song to listen through the week and he reviews it. And he's brutally honest to the point where it's it's surprising. So keep that in mind. Let's hear it. Hey, hi. These, these bricks are weird, eh? 
What are you doing? I, I don't even know what to say. I like the song. I do like the song. I don't know. I was trying to figure out if it's, if this dude's getting all, all rowdy with some dude with a perm and then they get his ass kicked at the end or, or the other way around. I, I couldn't figure that one out, but I like the song. It's not going to go on a, on a playlist, but you know, what is a bag of Michael Keaton? <laughs> I don't get it. Anyway, uh, short and sweet. That's my 42 cents. Yeah, that was super well, short and sweet. You skunk, skunk, and Andy like predicted right on the nose. He yeah. got a kick out of it. Uh, Jason cocaine yeah. would yeah. be a bag of Michael bag. Keaton and a bag of Charlie yeah. Sheen. Yeah, the music video is uh is like a video game. If you guys haven't seen it, it's like a video, like a like a scroll, uh, side scrolling like, like fight a platformer, like a video game, like a Street Fighter. Oh, really? I've never seen uh, it. Or like a yeah, like, kind of like, like, like a, a double dragon, fighter, yeah. like a beat 'em up. I think it's more of like a like, uh, a Street okay. Fighter, like Contra stage. Yeah. Uh, cool. Are they singing the chorus or the bridge chorus? Concrete leather. Concrete to leather, I want to say. Concrete to leather. Yeah, concrete. I I think just concrete and leather. That's what I yeah. thought. Uh, just things that are tough, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not men with perms. Yeah. Not. <laughs> no, no, men with perms are super tough. That's the whole point. Don't fuck with a that dude with a perm. Yeah. Does it stand for permanent? It's it's a permanent. Yes, but so. it's not. Perms right. are not. And I've been asked permanent. I've been asked too many times if I have if my hair's perm. I never asked Brandon. And it upsets me way more than it should. <laughs> but a perm is temporary. It's not permanent. So why do they call it a perm? It's not, <laughs> that's a, it's that's not a good question. Permanent. Okay. <laughs> it's permanent as far as like it's for them. it's more permanent than curling your hair. Uh, oh, your okay. hair is curly until it grows out. My dad used to get perms. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> can you guys picture that, dude? Can you guys picture my dad with a perm and a big old burly beard? That's pretty I'll sweet. Actually, I'm now I'm getting. Yeah, actually, I I could. Great. Do you have like the All right. Like... So before we move on to kazoo tunes, we actually have a music break and no explanation. Just here we go. Like sports ball and the movie Gladiator. When I'm playing golf, it makes Gatorade with my liquor. I need a gun that's bigger than my penis, and I'm way too tough to visit an hygienist. Let me bend over and pick up this can. Cause I don't think you noticed my awesome speedo tan. I grunt a lot when I'm working real hard, and I got Jason Statham on my credit cards. Beer bongs and shots are my profession. The art I appreciate is swimsuit edition. I could bench 85, I mean a thousand pounds. People always sweating when I'm around. Cut off sleeves, pictures of Ferraris. I get a boner when fight breaks out in hockey. I've explained away, but still don't think you understand. So let me flex until you scream it. I'm a man. to wrestle but then i would get way too excited my erection would be hiding through my tights and i had to hide it excuse me but i've always had that problem exposing my manlyhood like a bright red solid condom i love it when my dude bros they get all super broy. they always put their knuckles up and say yeah man you know me. then we hoot and holler at the tv when our team gets a touchdown my fantasy team loses and i feel super let down i get tired 
I sap and I start pouting. I go home and I cry to myself, heavily sobbing like a fountain. For reals though, I feel like I'm alone here. How can I be a real bro if I can't fight back all these tears? Ooh, I'll lift some weights. Hell yes, that'll do it. I'll tell myself I'm tough as nails, so I'm sore, but I'm muscle. So break it. out the dumbbells and that Imagine Dragons band. Point your biceps to the sky and shout to the world, I am a man. Yeah. Men. Mighty strong men. And we're back with Kazoo Tunes. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. So we are going to play Kazoo, and everybody's going to try to guess. And we're going to keep score, and the person who wins gets to pick the next top three. You at home can play along and keep score for yourself. Skunk, I'm rooting for you this time. Let me think of the tune. Um. He didn't practice. <laughs> Got it. Just as equivalent to last episode with that that Oingo Boingo song. Is it Oingo Boingo? No. <laughs> it sounds um, vaguely familiar. Do, 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 do. It sounds uh, kind of like his last one. I, I, I picked this one in particular to try to get Skunk a point. You fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, well, that's oh, a man. hint. That's a hint right there. So just All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to play it one more time, and I'm going to give you guys another hint. Is it the stones? It was no. fucked up. I, 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 like the second you say it, I would be like, I, I know. On the, I think it was our second episode. Here's the hint. On the second episode, I was, I literally told you guys I was gonna pick this song for kazoo songs for kazoo tunes. Really? Yeah. Oh come on! I told I you guys I was gonna far. do it, and it was my favorite song from a particular artist. There's a when hint did you in say there this? too. Was this tonight or another second time? episode? Second episode. I don't remember what it's I ate your last favorite night. Favorite song from Brandon. a particular artist. A particular artist. Prince. Yeah, it's Prince. Man. Prince. But you got to name the song. Play it one more time. I'm just gonna play the the. <laughs> We're gonna party like it's 1999. No. No. Oh my God! Hold on. That's the that's the title right there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, 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 hold on. No, I got it. Play it again. Oh, shit. <laughs> I can't. I, I got it. Listeners, call us. That doot 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 is he's saying the title of the song. I understand oh, what you're telling me, but I I, I can't. I, 
I got nothing. It's four got... syllables. <laughs> that's, yeah. a, that's the only hints I'm giving you guys. I'm like, you got, you got ten you. seconds. Because <laughs> I can't get it. I know uh, I can't. It's... Oh, this is rough. Is it a radio hit? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I don't think like huge, but yeah. That's, um, All right, that's time's up. Hold Controversy. On. Fuck. I don't even know that one. It's you a did, really good song. You did tell us you were gonna play it. I so. did say I was gonna do it. All right, Skunk, you're up. No points awarded. Wow. And that was supposed to be for terrible you. start. Well. Yeah. yeah. Well. This is twice you made me look like an asshole for not knowing <laughs> Prince songs on the show. I was like, yeah, I really like Prince. Oh, do you? All right. I want a different direction, by the way, this, this week. so uh, It wasn't one direction, was it? Maybe it was. 95, we're, 95 we're about to find out. But I didn't plug my kazoo in this week, so we're just going to do it eh, acoustic. You're fine. Back to the Future. Fuck you, man. That nice. Was, really? That's I, I was going to get into man. it, too. Like, Do you know how many times I've watched that movie? I mean, no, let it let it rip. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I, I wanted let to, it, but no, you go fuck, for it. It's over now. I mean, I would have got it from there. Movies of all time. Agreed. Oh yeah, I know. I really love that movie. I was trying to, I was trying to start really like at the start, and fucking, I did those three things, and fucking 80s like in your face, bitch. I've read the comic books. (laughs) Dan just dropped the animated series. I have two board games. I'm like a huge fan of that. I should have gotten that. All right. Yeah, it's a wonderful movie, man. It's it's something about it, and it is like, if you watch interviews, it's like one of the best scripts ever written. All right, so that was a well-deserved point for Andy. Dan, you're up. Let's hear it. All right, you guys are going to get it immediately. Let's just see who can do it the fastest. A Nirvana. Oh. It smells like Teen Spirit. Yeah. Andy's on fire. Fuck. Fire. It's all that, it's all that guys remember NBA Jam? He's on fire. Yeah. yeah. All right, Andy, like Andy every just did a double tunes. flip dunk and fucking. Dude. All right, Andy, you guys can't don't... score a point on this one. If you guys don't get this, I will be concerned because it's it's a good one for me. Now we're going to overthink it. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Probably. <clears throat> and a one, and a two, and a one, two. Gosh, I know it. Nothing? Uh-uh. No, I have I have it. You want me to go I back just, to the I, course? It's not there yet. Play the, the other course. part that you're playing, not the Oh my gosh, that's I'm not gonna say the artist because these guys are gonna get it. Uh gosh, I can't think of this the name of the song. It's in the course. The 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 last the doo 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 is the title. I'm trying to think how the lyrics go. I'm not going to say the artist because I feel me, like I'm going to give it to them. Let me try to do the verse. Bow. Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> Ha 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 ha! 
I don't know the name of the song. Is it If You Complain? No. That's if You in Complain the course, Once More. Think about what's what's left. What's I don't left? know. If You Complain You'll Once meet. More. I will love you. <laughs> <laughs> you know the song, man. It's one of. Okay, here's a hint. It's one of her biggest songs. No, I, I don't. I don't need a hint. I know exactly. I just can't get the song title. Just hit me, baby, uh, one more time. No, <laughs> I, I know. Oh, oh, were you saying to me for me to play it again? Well, was that a? What? So you said a her, so it's a chick. Singer. It's a chick. She's cute. She's cute. Just it's Bjork. Um, it's Bjork. Uh, I don't know any Bjork song. If you feel like loving me. <laughs> uh, you guys are killing me. I'm going to go ahead and let it out, man. Brandon, last shot. I'm hold out on, hints. hold on. Somebody is yelling at their fucking speaker right now. Marching. No, dude, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to remember the title. <sighs> I don't know the album. It's but the song is called "Army of Me." Army of ah, Me. I wouldn't you complain once more, you'll meet an army of me. Mm, okay. Well, I like that song. I thought you would like it too. Oh well. Oh, so is it? If if you complain once more, you'll meet an army of me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I never knew what she said. Cool. <laughs> I never knew you'll what she said. Meet an army of me. Damn it, man! I had that one in the bag. Okay, here's my here's my next one. This is the same one you played. In excess, you're unbelievable. No, Mm-mm. in excess, um, it is in excess. Oh, I'm lonely. Oh. I'm lonely. What you gonna do? Can't think oh my god! Smile every come on, skunk. Come on, skunk. I got to let you know. Oh yeah, it is. No, I got to not, let you know. That's not, not the. Not you're lonely. You're, you're my kind. You're my kind. No, it's. I mean, it's in the chorus though. This is oh. the name of the song. Lonely, so smile. Give me a moment. Your moves are so wrong. <laughs> I know the song. Oh, yeah. I need you tonight. That's the name of the song. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Thanks for putting that. I'm just gonna sing the lyrics so I get it. You know How what? Points do I have now? You have three. Nailing it tonight. I, I wouldn't Dude, have got that though. Like I, but yeah, fucking a. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Who's next? Skunkaroo. Yeah. Yep. Same direction. You know this one's fucking. Sorry, I'm trying to get the tune. Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Ah, who got it first though? You guys kind of answered at the same time. I heard. I heard Andy. Well, you yeah, heard Andy well, because there's no delay. He's, oh, there is. Well, then if it was a two second delay, it would have been both y'all's at the same time because yeah, Brandon I mean, was about two Skunk seconds would be behind. A better you want to match it? It's fine. I, I feel like it's half a point each. Half a point. Let's each. do a half point. Let's okay, give it a point five. Well, now there's no beating Andy though. Just to let you guys know. Yeah. Well. Yeah, what is like second place is going to have to get something eventually if we're going to keep doing that. Someone starts smoking the competition. No. All right. Who's next? Dan. Dan. Dan again. Ready? Oh my God. What's going on? Yeah. What's going on? I, is the name of the song. Is what's it? going on? All right. It's called Hey. Hey. Right. What's going on? Is it called Hey? Oh, it's Dude. called. It's called What's going on? What's going on? I said oh, it's called What's going on. God, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Did Skunk get that? No, Andy got it, but 
Like he, because he said, "What's going on?" I was like, "Hey, what's going oh, on?" Okay. All right, Andy, oh, okay. just do yours for fun because there's no way you're not winning. <sighs> okay. Um. Violet Femmes. Please, please don't go. Is that? Please uh, do not go. It's please do not go. I yeah, said Brandon. that just now, Brandon. Yeah, no, you get the point. <laughs> it doesn't and matter, do though. It. Son of a oh, bitch. Oh, he's playing Ska. <laughs> well, the score is Skunk, zero. Me at half a point. Dan at a full point, And Andy at a four and a half. What? Oh, I just, uh, sometimes you have it, sometimes you don't. Andy. Last episode, I was like, what is going on, you know? You got your top three? Uh, I do. Like, I'm going to go ahead and go um, your top three female uh, Fronted? Female fronted? Female or fronted. Female... female rock. It could, it, yeah, it could be, it doesn't have to be a full female band, but like, yeah, female singer and, you know. Ooh, okay. I've got a good one. Yeah. Cool. Um, hold that's, on. That's some good stuff. All right. And we will be now moving on to our top three. Mm-hmm. And that is the soothing sounds of Andy. Hey, now, soothing, is it? <laughs> do you guys mind opposite. me calling you guys out for what music you're doing? Oh, going? no, yeah, please do. I, I yeah, that's, I'm cool with that. I hate it. All right, <laughs> so, so Dan picked top three classic rock bands. This is yeah. really broad, I must say. Like, I'm like, what's considered classic rock? I guess like 60s oh, let's and 70s not, let's not rock dive and roll. Into that hell pit. Yeah. yeah. Didn't yeah. we talk about that in an early episode about like what's classic rock nowadays? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It doesn't make sense. Like, what uh, classic rock radio stations are doing and they're playing Nirvana and stuff. I'm like, that's not classic rock. That's considered grunge. Classic rock is anything from the, like, in my opinion, the 60s and the 70s. Late partial 60s. 80s, late 60s but, to late 70s. Like Led Zeppelin, The Who, you know, well, like that is classic don't rock. Don't give too many out. Because uh, they could be on our list, but um, <laughs> but I'm I mean, saying. rock and roll from that era, right? What if I said Radiohead? You guys would be like, "What the hell?" <laughs> that would be weird. You guys could have asked me. I would have been That's a little insane. bit more specific, but mm-hmm. um, you guys got it. Also, I have an honorable mention that I didn't know if I should put on the list because it seemed like it, it was kind of a maybe classic rock, maybe something else. But let's see if it shows up on your guys' list. But uh, okay, I think all of mine except for my number three, people would be like, "Huh." classic rock but uh it's rock and roll from the 60s or 70s so yeah you anything you guys we'll want to say we'll about your out. top three um no i think we're good to go i mean mine are your typical classic rock i had a hard time doing the top three and putting them in order yeah me too um, yeah. but they in my opinion they are genre as as classic rock yeah i guess with mine it's going to be from least to greatest like oh yeah that's that that's I mine picked. too yeah that usually changes week by week but yeah there's yeah not too much went into this one all right, let's, let's get into it. it. Number three. So my uh, number three is going to be Pink Floyd. Preferably growing up listening to Dark Side of the Moon, man. You know, they're they're actually like, the or, you know, kind of a chill band. And I, that's what I've always loved about them. They kind of relaxed me out of my angst punk rock teenager thing. You know, I was always able to chill and listen to Pink Floyd. And um, their creativity is, is uh, unmatched, in my opinion. I, I love them. 
Yeah. My father loved them, and I grew up listening he to did. them. He did. And, and uh, Dark Side of the Moon scared me when I was a kid. Yeah, and so did, so did uh, Pink Floyd the Wall, the movie, like oh, yeah. disturbed the hell out of me. But yeah, mm-hmm. great band. I actually... Uh... I hated Pink Floyd growing up because they were like kind of force fed to me in that not necessarily my dad or anything, but like, you know, people were all like, dude, this is fucking music, you know? And I like, um, I just couldn't because of that punk rock, like angst, you know, I was like, no, you told me to like it. I don't like it. And within the last three years, I think, or so maybe less, I've started to like, it comes on and I'm like, this is fucking good. That music kicks ass. I'm surprised it's not all of our top three. They are fucking so go. good. Yeah, man, they're they're so good. And like I said, they're they're unmatched. Like their style, no one. And the people that did try to get on that boat like never succeeded because like you cannot top Pink Floyd like that sound. Yeah, um, literally, oh, I can put extremely original. On, but I can put headphones on. and I'm hearing things that are just like panning oh, yeah. around and all these weird noises, and it like it kind of gives me a body fry in a way. If you're like trying to go to bed and you like listen to, I don't know, comfortably numb, like you can just visualize things. It's so cool the way they like really wanted to make like their music uh, a feeling. What's that you know, song like, on Dark Side of the Moon that's like just like all synthesizers? Oh, the it, one that it, sounds like you're in like a you're in a space like station a spaceship airport? is like chasing. I, you, I, right? I envision like you're you're in a lobby waiting to go, go on a spaceship, and then the spaceship crashes. Like that's what I'm thinking when I'm listening to that. It's like for sure, you hear, you you hear weird stuff going on. Like it sounds like a plane goes by all loud. I think it's called On the Run. Is it? No. Yeah, it's like track two, isn't it? It like happens pretty fast in that record. Uh, Breathe in the air is track two. Then it's on the mm. on the run. It might be on the run. I think uh, it is on the run. It's like in between. That's definitely my songs. favorite record by them. Uh, yeah. You know, most people go like, "Oh, the wall." And the wall is great. And uh, I, don't, I can't name other albums right now. I'm but big, uh, Dark Side, man, it's a gorgeous album cover. Like the the cover art's cool, man. It's just simple. It's got some color to it, and it the sound is literally like it's called Dark Side of the Moon. First of all, what a title! Have you guys yeah. ever done that? Uh, the thing with the, where you watch the Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. With no, that? I want to. No, I've never done it. Neither have I. Like I, I always like talk to people and i'm like we should do that and then i've never done it let me just say this if you smoke enough weed and play any movie anything with it lines, on mute, up. It, it lines up i mean dan yeah, and i dude. used to do it to cartoons in his in yeah, his, in his the... basement or not his basement his uh den and it like we yeah. would crack up because we're like he's singing the song yeah they'd sing right up. yeah <laughs> and and th- yeah that's totally true it does but apparently this is like they did it on purpose oddly and they say in interviews that they didn't but yeah come on i don't know that's hard I don't to say know. you it's, did it. It's How like, are you going to produce an album in the exact order of Dark? Come on, producers. Come up. Tell us what you, how they did that. You man. liars! Yeah. I don't think it was planned. I think I, it's coincidence. There's no way, and like, man, in my opinion. You could find would, it on YouTube. Like It already does it for you, and I think I've like watched clips of it, and I'm like, I mean, it syncs yeah, up like, like anything would sync up. Yeah, Things eventually were, sync up. Were they in the studio like, oh, we're getting up to the part where you yeah, know, play the, the, the house crashes on wait the witch. Wait for the like, lion's roar. Wait, the wait, second for, lion's wait roar. for it. The house is coming down now. Hit the G. Ring. Like, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Like, what, so honestly, let me, I think let me it's just a coincidence. This. What do you guys think of uh, The Piper at the Gates of Dawn by Pink Floyd? Which song have is you, that? Have you heard it? No, it's an album. I oh no, the with record the, with the is original that one of their singer. Nineties ones? Or is it? Oh no, way before you're talking. No, about. it's like sixty-seven. Yeah, um, yeah. I the, never the, got. I never. I've listened to it, but for me, it was so different. I didn't listen. The, their old singer, he went. It's, it's, he went crazy, it. right? It's he totally went, different. He went crazy. He like yeah, got like I, mentally mentally ill. 
Yeah, and I think the wall is sort of about him. It is. is it? Hmm. it is. I forgot. I think it was uh, it was either Roger Waters or somebody else was talking about it, and it was like pretty upsetting, like how that how that guy like got mental health and ended pretty up sure they made a movie sucks. too about him, which I never checked out, but I wanted to. But I actually really like Piper at the Gates of Dawn. It's just like psychedelic. It's really not. It doesn't sound like Pink Floyd that most people know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's a good pick. All right, cool, man. Let's go to the next person. I guess that next person would be me, correct? Yeah. It would be. So my third or my number three is Boston. Ooh, that's a good pick. Now, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I wasn't the biggest Boston fan until a couple months ago, but I've been listening to a lot of classic rock and older rock like that lately. And Boston came on one day and it was a, it's a radio play song. Like I've heard it but they just like jam in the middle of it. Like they go into like this breakdown and like, I was just like, man, this band's like really cool. Like, yeah, the singer's got a good voice. He's got some pipes, but like just the fact that they were just like how they were jamming was great. And I don't know if it was on the spot. A lot of bands back then, they used to just kind of go in the studio and press record and just, and just kind of jam. But that, that was my, my top three for Boston. I don't know a ton Mm -hmm. about them. I'd sit here and talk more about them, but yeah. Boston. I always confuse them with Journey. What song did Boston sing? <laughs> I was going to start a cover band called Journey to Boston. So I remember that. I looked, it up. Boston. <laughs> I looked it what, up while we were what talking. Is their they famous do song? more than a feeling. More than okay. a feeling. They're pretty much in. So when you said Boston, I my brain went to Chicago and I was like, that's fucking awesome. And then, right. But then I was like. That's not Boston. Right. And then a lot of, and, and then there's like, there's, yeah, there's Journey, there's Boston, there's Chicago, there's Kansas, there's a bunch of. Stop it with that. I, yeah. Yeah. Right. So Boston to me, and like, I'm sorry, I can't get on board. Like, I know they're good musicians and they put, they jam. That's cool. But like, yeah, that's, they, they name themselves after their city and like Boston, yeah. <laughs> dude, really. They like, even have a song about it. They sing about it. Like, playing in the streets of Hyannis. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. care. We like, would just, the like, band like, We're going to be a big like, hey, that's Massachusetts band. band. I, yeah, I, I can't stand any of those bands. Even Journey, sorry, Boston, <laughs> Kansas, all of them could uh, Chicago fall can off be the face of the earth cool, and right? I would not even notice. How did you write this list then? Yeah. That that I wonder, is like a very that's like a subgenre of classic rock. I know, that's I know. A, I'm just it's being like, an um, asshole. What do they call it? Like it's Genesis like, or it's Peter like Gabriel? Rock, I'm gonna be right? mad. Boston. Well, all the like, like uh, ballad. All the rock. the the oh, fuck the bands the that what? name the... themselves after places. Yeah, uh, yeah. but it's it's uh, ballad rock or yeah. yacht rock. Yeah. What's well, yacht Journey rock? I always want to know what yacht rock was. Isn't that yacht rock? I don't know. I would consider them just classic rock. (laughs) I used to just, I used to hear them on 95.5 KLOS like all the time. So all that stuff to me, I call it carpenter rock because a lot of the guys, like when I used to work on shows and stuff, all the carpenters are just listening to all that dirty radio. 95.5 KLOS, nothing else. All right. I call it carpenter rock. What is your number three? Number three. I had to go with the Rolling Stones. I know. What's your three? Why three? Yeah, I thought that was your one. No, no, that's not one. We'll get to one, sir. But no, like the Rolling Stones, man. I was raised on the Rolling Stones. Like I, we, I know we brushed on this, and I know that you guys don't so much like the Rolling Stones. But I like, I can't not. They're one of those bands that like I got showed it so much as a kid that it was like I will like this band. And I remember mm-hmm. uh, there was a time when like they came to town to Salt Lake, you know, a, a few times, but one time like. My parents and then, like, all my aunts and uncles 
all decided like we're going this is our favorite band we're gonna take all of our kids and they bought us all tickets and they were probably really fucking expensive for shitty seats and we watched the show and i was like uh, i remember watching it i was like yeah this is fine but i knew my mom had this huge crush on keith richards and you know but i didn't know who the fuck he was i was probably like 15 and finally like you know they're zooming in on him they've got the like the jumbotron and i go which one's the one that you like mom and she goes him right there and they fucking zoom in on him and he's got all this shit like in his hair like he's got like rubber bands and like twizzlers and shit tied to his fucking hair and i was like you mean the that gray guy with all the shit in his hair and she's like you shut your mouth (laughs) but i don't know that that always stuck with me i i as much as i was like look at this fucking goofball and this fucking and this weird guy with his big mouth marching all over the place like but they were fucking really good man and they still stick Mm. with me to this day like i they come on even their shitty songs i'm like "Eh, that's still pretty good though they're definitely good. There's no arguing that. I'm not big on like their radio tunes because I just heard them too many times. But yeah. Mother's Little Helper and She's a Rainbow is like, I, sympathy I for the love Devil's those good. songs. Yeah. That, that Sympathy for the Devil is one of those that I just heard too many times. It's a really cool song and a cool concept. But Yeah. In that, in that opinion, like the Rolling Stones did get big for a reason. And I always keep that in mind. They're not, they're not big because you know the media did it like they were good like they wrote some good stuff just didn't catch me you know and I mean, it's hard for me to catch a lot of classic rock because it's not my era but i mean also just like as a guitarist i don't really catch it for some reason it's just not my style i don't know but i do like a few songs i'm still like oh that song's awesome but i just don't know albums i don't know enough and it doesn't you know resonate with me yeah um so also real quick while we're talking about them i um uh, I don't know how many years ago, but uh, Keith Richards did a, a book or it was memoirs, really. You know, so he just fucking released this shit that's like, I don't know, just drunken ramblings. But uh, it's called Life on a Bridge. And it's, you know, the tagline's like, it's been a crazy ride. And interestingly enough, I remember it all. But I remember, like, my mom was very into them and him. And he, she was like, you're going to get this book. And I was like, I'm not going to read this fucking book. And she's like, well, I'll get you the book on tape. And she bought me the discs. And it was 20 fucking CDs. But I loaded it onto my fucking iTunes. And I listened to it. And it was, so it starts off. And it's Johnny Depp comes. And he reads, like, the first couple chapters. And then, Ugh. no, no, no. And, like, bear with me. Not in a shitty way. I don't know. Okay, maybe you hate Johnny Depp. But he comes out and he reads the first couple chapters because he's buddies with him. And then this guy that does a mediocre Keith Richards impression reads a bunch of chapters. I, think I saw that. And then he then Johnny Depp comes back and reads a couple more chapters. And then the last chapter, he introduces Keith Richards and he fucking comes out and he reads the last chapter. And it's really cool. But, like, there is this part where he talks about living in Jamaica. He owned this house where they recorded, um, I want to say it was... Exile on Main Street, but I'm probably wrong. But uh, they were they. He owned this house, and he was letting Peter Tosh live in his house. And he finally calls him up one day. He's like, "Hey, listen, man, I'm coming down to the house. I need you to leave." And he's like, "Fuck you! I live here. You're gonna come down here and kick me out of this house. This is my house." And he got all like tough talk with Keith Richards, and Keith Richards just like it's fucking awesome in the book and on the book on tape where he just goes, "Listen, I'm coming down there. I'm gonna be down there tomorrow. I'm gonna have my fucking gun. If I see you, I'm gonna shoot you in the face." And he fucking goes down, busts the fucking front door open, and Peter Tosh is nowhere to be seen. <laughs> So are you trying to say that you're Peter Tosh in the second yeah. oh, yeah. segment? Oh, okay. Because that's the way you want to fight him? Yeah. like I, I, Are you living in his house? Yeah, I want to live in I, his house. 
hate okay. that story. He fucking <laughs> threatened Peter Tosh. Well, he was letting Peter Tosh live in his house. He's like, hey, man, like, I want to come back down to my house. And he's like, Peter Tosh was like, fuck you. He's like, dude, that's my house. I, You're done. Living Fair enough. But, but he was but, squatting but in his shoot his the property. dude in the face. <laughs> squatting, yeah, in, like, squatting in his house. Yeah. Yeah. There would have been a cooler story if he's like, I'm going to come down and I'm going to bring my guns, which are on my arms. Do you know how the Rolling Stones got their name, Skunk? Uh, that's actually in the book. But Papa was a Rolling Stone? From a Muddy Waters song. That's right. Yeah. Which Papa was uh, I give him respect for that. So okay. my number three is The Who. Ooh, because there you go. They're, they're amazing. I watched the movie. The What is it called? Yeah. <laughs> it's that kind of, <laughs> it's like on my list and i'm asking you guys it's uh yeah. it's the, the the concept album uh maybe i should have been more prepared who are you, who are you? no oh oh no dude I, now you got me all you're pissing off you who fans right now um no it's all right i'm looking it up tommy Shh, it's tommy it is tommy gosh that record is so good to me man like that yeah. came out in 1969 and I that actually should have been on my Christmas list, the Christmas song that they have. But uh, Tommy doesn't know what it's Christmas. Tommy, can you hear me? Tommy, can you hear me? I, yeah, I love the Who, man. I love yeah. it. And uh, I, I could listen to them quite a bit. Actually. That's another band. That's another band that I, I love too, but I don't know enough either. And I wish I'm like, why don't I listen or pay attention or like get one of their records? Because they're good, man. They've always been good, and they're all good musicians. Like even the, you know, the early Who onto the modern, like whatever, like they were doing, they were always kicking ass, and like the bass player is good, you know, like yeah. Listen, listen to Tommy all the yeah, way through. I, sh- I I keep meaning to listen to Tommy, you know, people tell me that. So they're one of those I'll bands that I I have them on my like iPod classic that my dad had recorded from his uh like, oh, right. records, mm-hmm. but he for whatever reason that one and a couple others, that one he had it cranked. So when that comes on, it's so fucking loud like no matter Distorted. what you're listening to, it could be like turned to half volume and all of a sudden it's like like Jesus, fuck, dude! Like, I, well, so, your dad knew it was up, man. Yeah, <laughs> he wanted to put that in some year old. I feel man. like I feel All like right, that was on. the time he was like drinking a lot of whiskey. Number two. So my number two is the Beatles, man. Come on, I mean, I grew up, you know, you know. God bless my mom. She she introduced me to the Beatles, even though I was like, hell, I hate the Beatles. Like I was this kid, but I also grew up, you know, as when I was younger, I was hearing all their early stuff and I'm, I'm still not a huge fan of that simple like boy band type yeah. thing that they were doing in the 60s but when they got psychedelic and i got psychedelic as a teenager uh she introduced me to uh like magical mystery tour and sergeant peppers and i to this day it's one of my favorite records is sergeant peppers lonely hearts club band it's a little different from most of their stuff and uh but it, it's been such a impact on my childhood and my family that my mom, and my my sister, and me, the Beatles. She made sure the Beatles were important to us, even when we didn't like them. So I appreciate that, and I love the Beatles. Before Skunk talks, I just want to say Fuck I you. think I know this. It's become I went in a, knowing this. It's become a cool thing to hate the Beatles nowadays. So Skunk, That's what were you going to say about the Beatles? I don't like the Beatles, but I was not going to say that. <laughs> I was going to say on the Sgt. Pepper's thing, the lady that did the album art for Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club mm-hmm. Band. 
lives in Salt Lake, and uh, my daughter actually interviewed her for an art project today. And she, oh, cool. awesome. she invited my daughter to paint a mural downtown with her. She's going to do like a stencil what? tag. Yeah. Dude, today. That is so like, cool. That happened fucking yeah, dude. four hours ago, six hours ago. Take pictures. Know. Take pictures and put them on the, the paint, paint social media. Even, even the early. <laughs> Why am I talking like that? <laughs> even the early Beatles, like even though I'm not that big of a fan of it, it's still like the music, like the lyrics are like really plain, you know, and yeah, not very deep. Be. But the music is really talented. The music was now, good the way I, it was recorded, you know? I heard this fact that, well, I heard this, and I don't know if it's a fact, but what I heard was that John Lennon and and Bob Dylan shared a cab together, and John Lennon was a big fan of, of Bob Dylan, and he was asking him, like, what do you think of the Beatles? And he's like, you know, you guys sound all right, but, you know, love songs and breakup songs are not important right now. There's a lot of things happening in the world. Oh, and wow. They, and they, like, changed their sound after they that. Lis- they listened to him, huh? Yeah. And they did. You, Allegedly. Their, their evolution, you know, from the beginning albums to, like, when they started getting psychedelic is, like, what happened to them? Like, where did they go? Like, I don't know enough to be, like, I know they went to, like, India for a while. But, like, Took a lot they of drugs. came back different to India. people, yeah. Came back and weird. So... Like that, that big change for me is, 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 I think it's super cool when a band can stick together, even though you evolve that hard and you can still be huge. Okay. Well, is, it was coming. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Come on. I don't really like the Beatles, but I fucking love George Harrison. Yeah. So yeah. give George me that. Great. Like Brandon. All right. So dick. who's <laughs> George Harrison's awesome. Who's everybody's favorite Beatle? I already said George uh, Harrison. George. Yeah. I'm a George yeah. dude. George. Always. Here comes the uh, sun. Brandon's, I like gonna, Brandon's gonna say Paul McCartney and be like, No, I'm gonna say you. Ringo. You know, yeah, wings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wings. <laughs> Steven Tyler. No, uh no, John Lennon. He's yeah. always been my favorite. That's respectable. You know, yeah. I like George because he was the underdog and he wrote all the better guitar riffs, in my opinion. Oh my I agree. I agree with that. And his I think his solo career is much more oh, enjoyable yeah. to me. So than, good. All right, Dan, Dan, what is your number two? My number two is Pink Floyd, and we already talked so much about him. Oh. I'm going to skip right to Skunk. All right. Well, <laughs> my number two, I like. I I know we've talked about this band on here too, but I have to go with ACDC. I I know I already have said that they have released the same record over and over again, but it fucking yeah, we went there. And well, but here's what I will say: ACDC has two very distinct incarnations. Um, there's Bon Scott. Mm-hmm. You know, and then there's uh, now big I can't balls, man. Now I can't. And Brian Johnson, Bon yeah, Scott, big balls guy, dude. Yeah, that's Bon Scott. And Bon Scott fucking singing for that band is the coolest shit because he's not like he's so distinct. Like he's kind of, but he whiny. has better. He has a better range, man. But I mean, he's like my balls are yeah, and he's bouncing. dude. He's kind of whiny, like, he's but weird. he's kind of like I weird. love that though. That song. He's who's we got big balls. Yeah, like, that's a great song. That's and a then fucking as soon as awesome song. the singer when that that guy died, right? He did. Didn't he pass? Yeah. So he passed, and then they get the guy that wears really small jeans, and he looks like he's wearing a diaper. I don't and know that's, his name. That's but, Brian Johnson, and Brian Johnson. And he like stumped, like, like he's just like. <laughs> Like all the time, I like you know, him too. That, but that. dude, like fucking Bon Scott shit is so cool, man. Yeah. Like he's so like I'll give I'll give you that, dude. I just love that kind of like like I said, like he's kind of whiny, but kind of but he's still like rock and roll as fuck. And he, yeah. dude, that dude, like his swagger on that on their shit is so like not give a fuck. Like he's like you don't like it. I he's don't not give an attractive a fuck. dude either. He's a weird. He was a weird looking fella. Yeah. Um, he's a little slim, I, slender like weirdo i i 
I know a bit about music, but I know nothing of ACDC. I had no idea that they had two singers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go go yeah. back. And yeah. One one totally died, and then band. and then they got the new guy. The guy that sings, you know, like Jim Brewer me, when he does shook the me joke. all night long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shook me all night shook, long. Was shook me all night long was the first song that the new singer wrote with the band. I actually they got watched really big with him. Yeah. They they did. Okay. They got really big who, with him. Yeah, I who, I watched a I watched a really cool interview with them recently, yeah. and it was how the singer got into the band. I'm not going to go into it right now, but it's really really cool. Watch which it. which singer? Uh, I'm not going to watch it. Which singer? <laughs> <laughs> which it singer doesn't want you to watch it. Back in black. That's, same same guy. That's Brian. Same guy. That, that Brian Johnson, and that's the um. That's the first album that yeah. they they wrote. So I'm probably the, more familiar with the new guy, right? You yes. are. pretty much all the radio hits but you hear. Although the old the older singer, yeah, they had that they had that big ball song, but they also uh, "Dirty Deeds" done dirt cheap. Yeah. yeah, I mean all that stuff. Yeah, back in all black. that stuff, like yeah. all that, yeah, all the older stuff. And you can thunderstruck. Kinda... That's all the new. Yeah, the, all the radio hits you hear are the the other guy. You know, Wait, the like thunder the thunder chief song struck. is the old guy. <laughs> thunder chief, thunder chief, thunderstruck. <laughs> yeah, is the newer That's guy. The, that's the newer guy. And yeah, you like the older guy, Skunk? Oh, yeah. I like them both. Okay, I'll, I'll check I, it out. I think Bon Scott takes the fucking cake, dude. That guy is, he's better. Yeah. He had I always thought persona. that that Dirty Deeds song said Dirty Deeds Thunder Chief. Yeah, well, I think. <laughs> Dirty Thunder Chief. I never um, Dirty liked the Deeds of the vocals either. That was weird. Why did, why did the backups always like, dang, 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 dang. like <laughs> what was that too? But okay, I'll give you this. They did sound tedious to me as I got older. I always liked them when I was younger, and I realized all oh, these songs sound the same. But with that reason is they they had a sound that was like louder than anything out there, and they had that tone. They were like, why change it? I, I get the idea of it. Yeah. But as I like grew into my music life, I'm like, this is the same song that uh, the last one. I'm so surprised. Can I tell you guys an embarrassing story? Please, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Please, please. please. Uh, me, I'm not going to mention names. Me and a couple friends went to Vegas and we hired escorts from a place called Dirty Deeds Thunder Cheap. Uh, would have been better if it was called Dirty Deeds Thunder Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear more we, of the story. That's not a not, story. And, that's just a, and then that's we a did title not, for a story. We did not do sex with them, just so you guys know. But it was from a place called Dirty Deeds Thunder Cheap. I mean, that's kind of, that, sounds, that sounds gross. It was. All right. My number two. Here, here's the really thing. Gross. Andy named half of my list just oh, talking really? about it. Yeah. Oh, oh, you named the get, who. You're going to get And my you named my second one, too. Oh, Brandon, uh, I know your other one. Led Zeppelin. What is my. Can no. I call it out? Should I call it out? Yeah, just no. see if you can. Genesis. Yes. Peter Gabriel Genesis in particular. And that's exactly what I was like, I'm going to be pissed. I'm not going to be pissed. And I was just like predicting you would. Because I, I know you're a big uh, Peter Gabriel fan. I am. I am a huge yeah. Peter Gabriel fan. And I, uh, I love Foxtrot. Oh, Foxtrot gets uh. me going, man. And let me say this. As much as I'm pissed off at Henry Rollins for ruining Black Flag, I'm pissed off at what's his fucking bald ass name? Phil Collins. <laughs> Phil Collins. Now, look, there's some there's some there's some decent songs of Phil Collins Genesis, but it's not Genesis. Like when you listen, yeah. when you go back Changes. and listen to Genesis, Peter Gabriel, it's like progressive rock, psychedelic, like super, yeah, mm-hmm. and like just super talented. And then the drummer's like, "Can I sing?" And like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Just get rid of this singer. That's why drummers don't sing. You guys have heard Ringo. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> Phil Collins didn't have a problem with his career after that. I mean, I no, never he's the was Lion a King Phil guy, Collins right? Fan. Yeah. yeah, no, he does every song in that movie Tarzan, the Disney yeah, cartoon right. one. Every song. No, I'm serious. If you listen to it, it's like all Phil Collins. It's a, 
the most obnoxious thing in the world. Oh, wait, I was thinking Did of... Did you say uh, Lion King skunk? That's yeah, John. We, yeah, we were thinking of Elton John skunk. Oh, you're so right. You're you meant right. Tarzan. Yeah. Same. Same. Tarzan. problem with Elton John. I was, I was on your page, you skunk. You believe in me. Like, but he had some good stuff like that he did in, in, you know, what's that video? And I think it is Genesis where it's all puppets. It's really cool. Uh, oh, my gosh. These are the hands we give. Oh. That song? Oh, what is it called? It's a really good song, know. and it's is it, it, Phil, it is Phil Collins. Phil Collins. It is, yeah, and know. they and they're all puppets, like like Jim Henson, like company, like That's cool did it, and it's a really really cool video, and I always appreciate that. But I prefer Pete and Pete. Yeah, yeah. Pete, the Adventures of Pete and Pete. Yeah, starring Pete starring Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> Dance Petunia. Right. Moving on. Number one. My number one is, uh, let's see, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Um, Tom Petty, man. And yeah. I've mentioned this again. One of the reasons why Tom Petty is my number one is because I felt in the in that in that era of, of being, you know, on Capitol Records and having all these crazy contracts and, you know, you know, the company's stealing your royalties from you and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. He was the one artist that took their asses to court and fought for his art. It's awesome. And he did it the right way. And he also kept his music simple and it's it's good. And, you know, he's actually the first musician when he died. I was in tears and I was driving. I remember I was driving to go see my parents and I broke down. I remember my daughter and her, her mother went to go see him the night before at the Hollywood bowl. And the next day he died. What? Um, this was, and it's something just, I got this heavy feeling. I'm like, dude, this, he was, he became my hero as I, as I grew up. And I never knew I, I actually liked him that much. Even as a kid, I would always watch his videos and be like, this is pretty cool. But as I got older and I watched this like huge documentary and I just freaking like man crushed on him. It's like, this is how a musician needs to be. His independent creativity, he kept it that way. And he was like, this is always going to be mine. And like, he fought, you know, that song won't back down. And that's what it's about. And I mentioned that, you know, I think it was episode one. But yeah, he was my first, like, really, I got really upset when he, when he passed. But yeah, I don't know, awesome. man. I heard that he breaks hearts. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's his, that's his backups. That's his band. They yeah, do it, he not doesn't him. break Tom hearts. Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah, yeah it's him hearts. and the Heartbreakers. So I'm trying to sharpen my dad hearts. jokes over here, that's, all right? Yeah, yeah, well, Tom Clancy and the Heartbreakers. Get a better sharpener, dude. <laughs> dude, fucking, no, I'm, I'm with you, though. Tom Petty kicks ass. That yeah, man, sure and his does. songs aren't even, like, huge. I, just almost, almost perfect. And I didn't funny. know how bad I wanted to see him until it was too late. Like... When he passed away, it was like, fuck, man, I never saw Tom I, Petty. I almost went to that show at the Bowl. Oh, uh, my daughter's mom was really sick, and uh, she's like, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. Can you take Can you take your kid? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, <laughs> give me the ticket. Let's do this, you know? And the next day, I woke up. I'm like, I'm going to go see Tom Petty. I was listening. I just moved into an apartment, and I put on Damn the Torpedoes on vinyl, and I'm like, oh, I love Tom Petty. Uh, that's how I felt. And I was like, I just love Tom Petty. And then she called me. And I was like, yeah, I'll go see him. And then later on, she's like, never mind. I'm going to go. I'm like, what? Damn. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> and then he died like it was either the next day or the day after. But I was like, oh, man. And it just broke me. But yeah, that's why he's my number one. I remember as a teenager, uh, Brandon's mom and boyfriend at the time went to see Tom Petty. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I remember they came back. They were like, Tom Petty was really good. Yeah, I think he was on acid while he was playing, and I was thinking to myself, "I'm like, dude, that that it's dude's possible. old, man. He's still doing that." Yeah, it's possible, man. That guy was. Like, I don't. I don't think he was. I think he made some joke, and they took it serious. I think probably, he a lot of but weed, he was probably but... on the pot weeds. Yeah, the pot weed. 
He's on the resins. He's loud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan, what's your number one? My number one is Rush, dude. Getty Lee, best oh. play forever. Come on. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, I, yeah, I can, it's not I can what I down expected. A road rush. No, and I've Rush, I always go back to him. Like, there's so much, like I said, like the I did, rock. I could probably pick 10 number ones. But that wouldn't make any sense. So I had to go with Rush. It's really hard, actually, <laughs> classic rock, because there are more after this. I'm like, dude, you know what? I really like Sabbath. Yeah, really and like- then you guys were like talking about other bands. I'm like, oh, why didn't I put that? Oh, because there's only three. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, I guess the reason I picked Rush, Getty Lee is amazing Getty Lee. at bass. Best bass player ever. Come on, dude. Okay singer, in my opinion. He's he's a good eh, singer. Yeah, but I don't really pay. I I like. Have you guys? Like, I can't stand the singer. I'm like, I don't listen to. The have singer. you guys noticed that Getty Lee has always looked like an old woman? <laughs> yeah, he does. He looks like he looks like an old blind woman. <laughs> an old blind woman. Yeah, dude. <laughs> totally. And of course, dude, Neil Pert. People yeah. say Peart. Rest in peace. Is dude. it Pert or Peart? It's Pert. I, it's Pert. Saying, yeah, it's Neil Pert. That, someone, I, someone has that's to. That's what I thought too. People were saying Peart, and I'm like, you guys are you guys are weird. You like no, you put the Pert back in Peart. All right. Dude, that's oh, yeah. a great pick, Dan. I, I love Rush. Uh, I have on vinyl a Farewell to Kings, and Ooh. I rock that album, man. Hey. I just and I bought it just like because I was like, I'm gonna get a Rush album. I haven't really gotten a Rush album, and I just looked through their LPs and just grabbed one at random because I was like, I don't know which one to get, and I got a moving a winner, man. 1977's Farewell to Kings. Good pick. The Canadians yeah, sometimes. Good. Sometimes them Canadians. I will. I will just say i don't like rush but they are fucking amazing and i only They're don't good. like rush because of getty lee's vocals yeah, yeah. so that's what i was saying that's hard to get behind out. i know that's like a big you know point of contention with a lot of people like uh, you know like it's always been a thing but uh, i just like can't. an old blind woman a <laughs> blind woman <laughs> But, like, I've never been able to just get past that. Like, it sucks because they're uh, fucking, yeah, Neil Peart is so fucking good. He's one of the best drummers in rock and roll, you know. Well, yeah, uh, Getty yeah. Lee is an amazing bass player. I don't know the other Dude, guy because it doesn't matter to me. I, but I used either. to work at a music <laughs> store, and they used to sell his signature bass, which is a black uh, jazz. But but it was a maple neck with black uh like big inlay or inlays across it and that thing played like butter every model was exactly set and, and sounded so freaking good that's it cool. felt good i always wanted to get one it's you can base. see them out there out there that's they're amazing that's if i was to get a p bass it'd be that one i think i want to get a bass not a p bass a jazz sorry oh yeah. yeah fucking a yeah. Jazz. Mm-hmm. all right skunk i'm so curious about your number one because i would have thought rolling stones too but what is it no and I, i've said this before uh electric light orchestra ELO. Mm. That is. I never got. I don't even know if I know Electric Light. You, what, you what, do. They, someone pitch a song Eva to me. They have so many oh, fucking yeah, yeah, hits. Yeah, okay. But that's not even it. Like, that's don't bring light. me down, Bruce. Like everybody knows that shit, but they do some shit that's like their their deep cuts are fucking really really good too. Mm. And they're like, um, Before I got really into them, you know, I only knew those like disco-y kind of songs, and then I started like digging in and holy shit man like they are fucking good and jeff lynn the dude that is like the main guy um he had this whole idea of that band where he wanted to basically make an orchestra he wanted to take the best parts of classical music and smash them into rock and roll and they do that seamlessly they are fucking amazing and like I have nothing but respect for that band i i listen to them i want to do that i want to take I want to take that idea and give it a punk rock spin, which I've actually tried to do 
in my bands and you know i've got some dudes that don't want to do that and i'm like fuck that dude we're gonna get a fucking cello we're well, gonna get a piano we're gonna get this like i love that band did they do mr blue sky they did do mr blue yeah. sky that's yeah, such mr. a blue great sky's awesome that's such a great song i'm not gonna go too long into it but um wifey and i a couple years ago got into doctor who and one of the episodes oh, yeah. was called love and love and monsters and it's about these people they're looking for the doctor but it's kind of like I didn't think about this until recently when I was listening to the song and they're talking about an alien. They're talking about Mr. Blue Sky. Why did it take you so long to come down? Like, why haven't you been here already? Where have you been? And it's kind of cool because the people in that episode are looking for the doctor and they start this band and they're playing. They cover that song and they're looking for the doctor the whole time. So I just I don't know. That song's kind of cool. It makes it it's kind of cute. They do a lot of, me think yeah. of like little aliens and you're like, where, where have you been, Mr. Blue Sky? We've been looking all and, over yeah. for you. What took you so long to get down here? You know, Mr. Blue Sky, Andy. Yeah. Do I? Mr. Blue. You, you definitely You'd, do. It's, if you've seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2, it's the fucking opening song in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, yeah. That's, okay. that's an well, easy way to just show. throw it out show there. Show to me after the show. Dude, Great but song. they also did Xanadu, like the entire fucking thing with the... Uh, Olivia Newton-John, which people fucking overlook. That is good, man. Like, especially their version of that. And also, not to get too crazy into it, but Jeff Lynne was also in the Traveling Wilburys with Bob Dylan and Tom Petty. What a super the Traveling Wilburys. And, dude, what and a fucking... And then he was also the dude that, uh, when Tom Petty and Prince and uh, George Harrison's son did While My Guitar Gently Weeps, he was... Jeff Lynne was the other guy that sings the the like high parts on that live thing where Prince comes out and you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Where uh, George Harrison's mm-hmm. like Memorial or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude. Oh yeah. So Jeff Lynn is the other dude. It's like Tom Petty sings some of the parts and Jeff Lynn sings the other parts. And it's like, so that's fucking cool. Perfectly contrast yeah. like vocally. And yeah, dude, I am a little too obsessed with electric light <laughs> orchestra, I think. And so Good to know. the second you guys were like, we're going to do classic rock. I was like, I know what mine's going to be. What about uh, that's you? a great pick. I, I absolutely love that band. And I already told you guys the story that like uh, living thing by ELO was like the song that would get my daughter to stop crying when she was a toddler, uh, infant. Good band. Yeah. Well, uh, well, what's your number one then? My number one is yes. No, no. I thought you were by <laughs> far. <laughs> no. Yes is really good. Yeah, um, they're, talk about progressive. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, think that we we're going to do a top three progressive rock but this would be my number one so spoilers if we ever do but uh but they are definitely also classic rock same era but they like their songs take you on journeys man and like i was saying about my mid-20s i got really into progressive rock until i got to yes then i just got really into yes and I bought a bunch of their albums, uh, you know, Fragile, of course, my favorite, uh, Close to the Edge. Even their first stuff is fantastic, man. And uh, I actually don't know the drummer's name, but John Bonham from Led Zeppelin gets a lot of like credit where I'm like, dude, same era. Yes was out. And that drummer blows him away, man. Mm. Blows him away. Really? I think they're. They're amazing musicians. Well, dude, if you ever yeah. see him live, watch Before the bass player. Time, he wears like, a cape and he is smiling the whole time. <laughs> They're cool, man. Yeah, that's great. Um, honestly, Brandon, I get yes, and I know you're probably gonna be like, oh, I'm offended, but I get 
Yeah, and it's just due to one track from each band. So when I picked Boston earlier, there's a song by Boston. I'm I cannot even think of the name right now of the song, but I get it confused with a Yes song. Hmm. And it's yeah, they mainly, don't sound anything alike. You just upset me. But I'm telling you, got to check out Random the Boston dude. They're considered hard rock with arena rock, but elements of progressive arena snip. rock. Arena rock. That's is what, what I was. Thinking. That's what you're there thinking is, of. Uh, arena yeah. rock, and yes. that totally makes sense. Uh, well, like Journey, uh, you know that style. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like Journey. Should, yeah, but yeah, there is arena there, rock. but there is yeah. some stuff that is like definitely progressive, and I was always confusing this Yes song with a Boston song. But anyways, back back to you, buddy. Uh, what's funny is like punk rock was so important in my life. You know, we grew up with punk punk rock. It like changed my life. And it's one of my still favorite genres today to listen to. And, uh, it killed progressive rock. And that would be like, also like one of my favorite genres of music. One of my favorite genres of music killed killed the other. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And grunge killed hair metal. <laughs> grunge killed hair metal, yeah, for sure. All right, so I have some honorable mentions. Um, one is, like I said, I think it could be left off this list because some people would just consider it a punk rock band, but I'm like, well, The Clash. Oh, I love it's The Clash, and you, they can be a classic rock band. That's yeah, acceptable. they they can. They were. Um, they I mean, were if you listen enough. to like London Calling or Give Them a Rope, like mm-hmm. this is this rock and roll. Good call, you know? man. Maybe like, what I, I didn't think of that. Maybe what they're talking about is more punk rock, but their music, I mean, I mean, London Calling, they go oh. into some reggae, into some ska and stuff, London but Calling they're great, like, but... their first album is definitely like a punk record, right? They're Dude, Total Control, is. or is it Total Control? Or... Yeah. Complete Control. Complete Control, my mistake. Mm-hmm. That song is so good. And well, I mean, and... every time it comes on, I just sing that chorus. The end, the end of it is just like so ballady too for a punk song, you know? Well, those yeah. bands too—they're trying to be a little bit more aggressive than just the average rock out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I mean, they were trying—they were the going Ramones, for the punk rock thing. They were just know? a tempo above rock and roll. Same mm-hmm. with the Clash. Mm-hmm. A little louder, opinion. just a little you louder. Know? Yeah, it, yeah. I, it's still. Con- I, I still would. I wouldn't consider it classic rock, but like I introduced my nephew to the Ramones, and I didn't. I don't even think I introduced mm-hmm. him as a punk band. I just introduced him. Hey, you want to hear this cool rock band? They're called the Ramones. They're just rude. They're from New York, and he <laughs> actually fell in love with them. But. They were just like rude. It was like weird. I mean, I can't yeah. really imagine back then. Like, what are these jerks doing? Right. But I like it, you know? Yeah, exactly. It seems a lot more tame now a days, oh, yeah. right? Of course. Of course. And yeah. You know, yeah. another sure. like misconception of mine when I heard the song Bored with the USA, you know, I'm so bored with you, USA. Yeah. I thought, it was I thought they were talking about essays. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, like, what the fuck is their like, problem like, with like homies? Cholos? Like, cool. like Cholos? Yeah, like Cholos or like, like doing yeah, essays like in yeah. school. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so bored with you. Hey, good one, skunk. Always getting mad in his little homework night. I'm really. Co- uh, I was serious. <laughs> that wasn't a yeah. joke. <laughs> no, no, it was like cholo. It was a dad. Yeah, joke. okay. I thought, I thought it was they were talking about cholos, and I was like, what could cool. I do? <laughs> um, another honorable mention is is Donovan, which almost made Ooh, my list. Donovan. Donovan. Donovan's great. I don't, folk artist. I don't know this man. Mm. Sorry. I'm sorry. This is. Donovan, okay. You guys um, don't know Donovan? Uh, I'm sorry, I said. You said you guys. I know who Donovan Superman. is. Sometimes Superman. I'll bet I do. Let me look it up. And Donovan Donovan has one of the best songs I've ever heard in my life. It's probably a, still one of my oh, favorites. It was Season in a the movie Witch? called The The Rules of yeah. Attraction. Oh, yeah. yeah. Season of the Witch Donovan's cool. great. Dude. Mellow Yellow. And Mellow Yellow. Uh, Man. Hurdy Gurdy Man. Damn, yeah. He, it, wow. It was Mellow, Mellow Yellow. That's a great 
great song. Yeah, okay, I know. Donovan's fantastic, good folk artist. Yeah, that's a, I, you know, okay, so that's one of those things, like, um, we've done this a lot on this show, where it's like, oh, I do know that band, like, oh, like, I look Mm -hmm. at their fucking track list, it's like, oh, I listen to them all the time, I didn't know their fucking name, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. This and is why it's a podcast about with musicians and opinions because yeah. most of us will say something and someone's going to go, I don't know what that is, and you get to educate them. Brandon, I would I definitely would have accepted that as a uh, classic rock. as a classic rock. I would even go as oh, far yeah, as yeah. I, I, I do too. It just didn't make my list because just because the other three I just like a little bit more. But oh, gotcha. Donovan okay. was one of those dudes that like was exploring drugs with music, you know, like the Beatles, and then he stopped and was like realized that he could do it he could like get there without drugs. And I think Mm -hmm. that's like way cooler to me because drugs seem like a crutch. Like I can't think of a song. I'll pop some acid and now uh, I'll get inspired. But I mean, if this dude is just like meditating and coming up with songs without the use of drugs, I I think that's awesome. And a good, like, you know, mentor for children. Well, he almost used it as a tool. So I guess instead of just, you know, like you said, like the, the Beatles get, you know, they, they start taking LSD and they start making music and they want to keep that journey. You know what I mean? It seems like Donovan just kind of did it, got away with it, and then kind of got what he needed from it in order to inspire him. And he figured out a way to and do it. And then he figured it out. Like, yeah. 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 It's kind yeah. of like, like, just like a tool. You know right. what I mean? Just, that's pretty cool. That's I didn't cool. know that. All right, so before we end the episode, we are going to tell you what is next. And what's next for Jason's 42 Cents is a song called Gangsters by the specials off the self-titled album. Mm-hmm. All right, so that is happening. Now, for my, I'm up next for agree or disagree, and I was coming up with stuff all for the last two weeks, and I got 11 songs. <laughs> I'm not going to show you guys 11 songs. No. I'm. These are 11 songs that I will be picking for every time it's my turn, but I don't know how to pick them because I, I want you guys to hear all of them. I don't know how to do it. So what I'm going to do is I wrote them all in a little piece of paper and I'm going to take off my beanie right now. I'm going to put it in a hat and I'm going to draw it random. And that's what I'm going to do for the next while. So do let me take off. Okay. He's taking it off. Let me throw can everybody off. hear his hat in here. off? What? Nothing. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Just... Does the shirt come off too? Can you throw it in yeah, a I'm shirt? Yeah, I'm going to take my shirt off. Oh, throw it, to- Toss it oh, in a shirt. Oh, how about that? All right. This keep keep feels going. like the winner right here. And it is... Cold Was the Ground by the Lemon... Gosh, I can't pronounce their name very well. Lemonyanas? Lemonyanas. Lemonyatas? Can you spell that? Uh, I can spell that. Yeah, I'm going to spell it. I'm going to spell it. It's L-I-M-I-N with a swiggly above it. A-N-A-S. Lemonyanas. Lemonyanas. I totally spelled it wrong, so I'm going to ask again later. The album it's on is Costa Blanca. What's the name of the song? Cold Was the Ground. Costa Blanca? Costa Blanca. Cold was the ground. Okay. Sounds good. That sound it. good, boys? Does it sound good, boys? Fair enough. Okay. Oh, you know, if you ever want to get a hold of us, you know, you can hit us up on Facebook. You can look up our Facebook page. But also you can email us at steadydietofmusicpodcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Sweet. And on that note, did you want to add something, Mandy? No, I just wanted to say sweet that people can do that. And for a good time, if you want to call and, Andy, thank you for listening. How about that? Code eight oh five. No, I'm just don't, don't even area code. All it. right, and remember, it doesn't suck. You, you just, just don't, don't, like, don't it. like it. Stop.
Steady Diet of Music is a production of Pod Cauldron. Check out some other great podcasts on the Pod Cauldron Network, including Rabble Rabble Rabble, a comedic look at current events, and Cards and Cubes, a show about board games that you didn't grow up playing, and Bub Club, a horror movie podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>